Today's episode of Mob Rules is brought to you by the Fly Rent. Still OP, even after two weeks. What's up, douchebags? <laughs> Good hey, start. Hey, th- thanks for having us back in your home. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. After last night, <clears throat> yeah, we got pretty wild. Yeah, we got pretty crazy uh, live on stream. Um, I think Dave and I too hot for TV. Uh, yeah, Dave and I drowned in our own salt. Um, <laughs> I did better than you did. spoilers, but I still lost. But I did better than you did. You did. You did. You did uh, much better than me. Um, Yes, it was it was unique. Uh, those battle reports, if you missed them last night live, are now available on our Patreon page for our wonderful fans. We'll put those up there today. All three All of you. Three of you. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah, and Dave's mom. Yep. <laughs> it was a nice thing I said about her that time. Yeah, it was. Many yeah. thanks. For I'm her. really yeah. glad we turned the cameras <laughs> off though before we we retired to the patio and all of us just fell asleep like old men. Oh yeah, it was it was pretty good. Oh man, I must have left before that happened. No. You fell asleep for a little while. Oh, you yeah, we, we all fell asleep oh, for about right. five, two. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those, oh, let's just relax. And we relaxed too hard. Hey, but that's okay. So, hey, welcome to Mob Rules. I am John, joined as always by... By Dave. And Danny. Yeah. And Danny. And yeah. the new board. We're joined by the new board. Yeah, and our, our new board, which is, uh, from what I'm hearing, already eliminating the tippy-tappy of my dog's feet. So, I'm sorry for the one person out there who um, thanks me for, for having dog tapping. Every episode. Can the board's name be Rody? Oh, yeah, it can be Rody. Though I did see in the independent characters, uh, they use the same board. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, yeah. So That's I so feel nice. I'm in good company now. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, yes. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, hey, what have we been up to? It's been a very productive couple of weeks. Uh, Dave, what about you? What have you been doing? Um, mostly just building and painting stuff. Like, I've been working for my uh, my custodes list. Uh, my tanks came and are built. They are base-coated. <clears throat> and uh, I worked on some of my characters and filler models that I need for that pure custodes list for our states tournament coming up this weekend. Yeah, this Saturday or actually today, tomorrow. Yeah, um, when, when you listen to this, it's uh, I'm already getting my butt kicked, so you know what's happening. <laughs> I'm gonna drop Danny round one, and sweet. Then in sweet. some some miraculous fashion, I'll <laughs> beat him and go. Don't worry, he'll game it so he only beats you by about four or five points or around two. It's middle of the pack and not like straight away with the hard See, that's battles. The thing is, I think Ooh, if, he, yeah. if he lets me stay in that close, I'm going to take him at the end. I'm, you know, he's going to pull a hammy like the rabbit and, and fall over. And like a turtle, I'm just going to cross that finish line and be like, <laughs> look at my turtle butt, you rabbity bitch. Ugh. So many animals in that metaphor that I'm confused. I can't even make a joke because I can't follow along. I'm trying to be with, as obscure uh, and also overwhelmingly flush with references to yeah. throw John off the trail. To cool. The one time the I don't have what <laughs> understanding. Yes. The, the Coherentness. One, yes. The one I can do that myself. Coherentness. Sir. <laughs> Coherency. Yeah. But yeah. I, the one time I don't put like cricket noise on my board. Yeah. <laughs> Dave comes up with yeah, that. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Golden. <laughs> no Brown. <laughs> well, Contrast. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that later. <clears throat> That's cool. All right, so uh, I've been working on the custodes. 
in order to get three colors uh, and also still maintain my pledge of painting up another 15 power level, I have cheated with Trajan and painted his head so that the head is painted and the gold is painted on his armor and that's it. Head looks great, though. Cool. It's <laughs> The head is very pro-painted. It's going to look really weird sitting on the body not glued in. You have good head. Yeah. That's good. He's going to have like a little... <laughs> Blue tech necklace. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I left the hole big enough. I'm just going to drop the slot in and oh, okay. I'm just going to fill that slot with that big old neck hole or something. I don't know where I was going. I'm not good at metaphors. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. You're welcome. Uh, he was trying so hard to uh, set up that joke. I was. And, it just, and just, was me just me and you, Danny, could see it coming to my life. We're like, <laughs> no, we're not giving you the satisfaction mm. of that one. Fine. So, yeah, so you got some Custodes painted up um, for the state tournament, and then you're working on your next 15 power level. Um, what, what, what are you working on for that, if What's going to be? Oh, I'm, I've got uh, five Dire Avengers and a uh, Wraith Lord with a sword with the Wraith Blade because I really like the way it looks, <laughs> and plus it adds plus two strength. And if he doesn't roll like crap, he can kill people. So like another Wraith Lord, like the like one... he slaughters the bejesus out of chaos warriors. Like the one that was on camera five days ago? <laughs> he kind killed of. one. He killed one. <laughs> no, he killed... Chaos Marine. Yeah. No, he killed, no, he killed oh, one. Do not... I will... You know what? I so, will subscribe wait. to our Patreon just so I can go watch the video back. <laughs> wait, are you for sure... Are you actually taking two Wraith Lords? No, 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 no. Are you talking about my next... Yeah, that, that's oh. what I was talking about, because I'm like, you're you're doing this army list, oh, and I'm like, no, what? No. You mean the one that was on stream five days ago? Yeah, yes, the one that was on stream five days ago. I'm not taking a second one. I've got... Uh, oh, that's I've got, too bad. I have, well, why? Because you, you're just going to wreck it. You're going to kill it, so yeah, it's just here. <laughs> uh, no, I've got... Uh, I'm trying to decide whether I want to go with um, Wraith Guard or uh, Wraith Blades. I'm feeling more like Wraith Blades. Um, Just kind of... Because I like them more. Sure. They're pretty red. Are you going to go ghost axes or swords? Oh, probably ghost axes. Okay. Although swords get the, uh, it's sword and, sword and board effectively, right? Because you get the involved. Save. It's axes and boards. Uh, yeah, it's axes oh, and it's shields. Axe and boards. Yeah, yeah. Then definitely axes. Okay. I mean, well, I like I like the way they look better. Um, well, let me. I thought I liked the axes better, like as far as looks goes. And then I built the swords and the swords are cooler. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Well, Sorry. <clears throat> well, you can pick whatever you want, though, David. They're, they're your models. Well, luckily, I'm not going to even get into them until after the tournament. On, on uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> until after states, so they're staying in the box. Um, and then I did a ton of uh, house cleaning because we had high school graduation for the eldest, and tons of people coming up that I hate and staying at my house. Oh, you mean family? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wonderful times! <clears throat> just all, all there. In my space, touching my stuff. What are you doing, Uncle Dave? Shut up. <laughs> Watching porn, and I'm. Dave painting, is one of his was one of the favorite uncles. Yeah, yeah. We love going to porn Uncle Dave. and painting models. Yeah, that's why he has the paint handle. So he has a hand free. Yeah, I've run out of stuff to watch. Uh, on don't Netflix. ask where he holds the paint handle. Right I know that. Computer. I know that white look, Chucky. <laughs> um. I am proud to say that I have not used a single wash on any of the models that I painted so far for this challenge. Why? Why are you proud to say that? Because I'm trying to improve better my painting and not just handicap myself like some sort of plebe throwing washes That's everywhere. That's like, I'm going to go back to pool. an analogy that I used earlier today. That's like boasting about hanging up a picture by hitting a nail with baby bell cheese. It's not handicapping yourself to use a tool. No, but if you don't have access to the tool because it's 
you don't have access to it and you want to learn to be better doing something else, you can still achieve the same effect by doing taking a different path. And that's what I'm trying to do is actually make myself a better painter because of it. So if I have access to that... Why, man, the contrast to... is coming along to just ruin painting for everyone. <laughs> Dude, your, uh, your, your painting videos on our YouTube channel now are literally just going to be a white undercoat and then you fucking <laughs> slathering contrast right? on the model. It's... Who's who's ready for two minute ultramarines? <laughs> oh, only two? You no. mean thirty second? But it, but well, it, it takes time to shake up the pot and put the other colors on. Oh, fair. Yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, I mean it's nice to kind of like handicap yourself and kind of challenge yourself to kind of right. find different ways about it, and not just go back and be like, ah, the wash will clean that up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. Nice. Yeah, I'm challenging myself to be a better painter. Good for you, man. But not a better human being. We know. Yeah. Well, painting won't do that for you. Yeah. I want to know what John's been up to because it's like his last uh, <clears throat> last two weeks of paternity. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go back to work. I'm so excited about it. I'm going to spend this weekend putting laminate on my stairs. Yay. Wait, I have something <laughs> for this. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, instead of going to the big GT tournament and getting my fake internet points, uh, I will be putting laminate on the stairs and attending a party for my infant child. I'm excited. No, but it's good. Uh, but no, I just... <laughs> I, I recommend attending the party first before the uh, laminate. Oh, yeah, that, that's the plan. Otherwise, you are not going to be happy at that party. I, uh, it's it's unique. But uh, I painted uh, two more blight haulers to get me nice. up to the maximum three blight haulers. Played a couple game, uh, game with them. Um, did not do well because my 30 power level is not a balanced 30 power level whatsoever. When two-thirds of it is one unit of blight haulers, yeah. <laughs> then, uh, then it kind of hurts real hard. So, so your mission was not very beneficial for you at all. No, so the mission was uh, I deployed in the center of the table in a 9-inch circle from the center, um, and Cody... Uh, and his Tyranids uh, deployed anywhere else in the table that was nine inches away from me. Um, and then the only mission they had was they had to kill my warlord. Which, surprisingly, uh, Tyranids have quite a few ways to do with two psychers and a bunch of uh, gene stealers. It's amazing what, how good gene stealers are when they can literally start nine inches away from you. <laughs> yeah. It's like... like you're just getting ready to play soccer like the ref's getting ready to throw the ball down the gene stealers you know I still had a good time with it Um, like (laughs) again like football for everybody else even though like I said my list isn't super balanced for 30 power level it proved to me again moving forward how great blight haulers are good god they were really solid Uh, they didn't die the whole game Uh, one did one died um, but they tanked like a squad of gene stealers attacks for three turns um, and just kind of held that line there. They couldn't shoot, but they were making their saves or their feel no pains the whole time. Yeah, um, you, you rolled really well with that. I was rolling really well with that. Yeah. Um, but seeing how I don't really have a lot of depth, I mean, kind of planning my next 15 power level, it was going to be like a, a sorcerer and a, a contemptor. Um, to kind of take I'll care still, of some things. I still think you should throw the contemptor in there. I mean, Contem- wait well, it's going to go in. It's going to go in next round. But instead, this round, I'm going to increase my cultist squad to twenty. Um, throw a flamer in there as well, uh, and then I'm going to add twenty pox walkers. Nice. And then I'm going to add a malignant plague caster, because something that I'm seeing a lot is uh, I have no psychic defense, and now that kind of over half of the other armies have really effective psychic. 
uh, psychics? No, all of them will. Oh, you will as well as of next yeah, round? Yeah, I'm going to sorcerer oh, next week. Yeah. So one, two-thirds will then. So yeah, everyone will. Because well, I don't have very good... <laughs> my psychics did squat. Oh, I'm sorry. You're farseer with doom and guide? But seriously? <laughs> oh, I didn't... Uh, I'm just saying that in that game, I didn't. it didn't do very well. He did great in the first game. What's up, douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I mean, part of the problem was in our game, we had that stupid pollution card oh yeah so uh as part of because we're doing it in an urban conquest campaign um and we'll put a picture of the map that we have going up here soon um and i bought a strategy card in between rounds that was uh instead of drawing one random event that kind of happens for everyone you you draw three and i get to pick which ones happens and the one i picked gave dave and danny's game uh pollution special rules Hooray! <laughs> Which half the range of assault and heavy weapons. And regular weapons. Uh, all weapons all except weapons. for pistols. pistols and grenades. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Dave, uh, <laughs> Dave's Guardians had six-inch shuriken catapults. <laughs> which is super good against a bunch of close combat chaos guys. Um, it turned out it was. Yeah, it turned yeah. out it was, but... Uh, but, yeah, so that was super cool. And like I said, the Urban Conquest, even though it was super unbalanced, like my game, it's still, it's not like I'm doing it for fake internet points, right? It was, it was still fun. It plays towards the narrative. Um, like the moves I'm making on the table and the things I'm picking are for narrative reasons. So it, it's still good. And, and it, the way the mission was written, that it was kind of like a sudden attack on my forces. Because my forces were reconning and his were assaulting in. So it makes perfect sense that this like small little force would be like, you know, ha, surprise, motherfucker. Right. Out of nowhere and kind of like <laughs> ran down. Oh, no, it's a surprise, Florent. <laughs> That I would mean, be a surprise. How, did, how didn't we see him coming? <laughs> he flies really low. It's just, I just didn't have enough uh, ships it. with uh, ballistas on it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, they wouldn't have mattered anyway, so. Yeah, not, I mean, yeah. it depends week to week. But, uh, yes. <laughs> so, I was looking at it. I was thinking either a sorcerer or a malignant playcaster being added. But then looking through it and kind of remembering that, oh, Chaos Lord doesn't get uh, disgustingly resilient. Oh, Chaos Sorcerer doesn't get disgustingly resilient. Yep. Uh, the Malignant Plaguecaster is the same power level as a Sorcerer, but it gets disgustingly resilient. And it still gets two powers from the Death Guard table. So how are you um, How are you narratively fitting it into your suddenly getting a Psyker in there? It's, or your, your Hive Sprawl people that are... Well, he's showing up with it. a bunch of zombies. He's showing up with like 20 Pox Walkers and a bunch more cultists. So I guess he was out recruiting or raising the dead or things, and he's like meeting back up. Or maybe his boss was like, holy shit, we just got our ass handed to us. Get down here right now. He's like, hey, did you want like two tanks instead? Like, no, no. You get down here now. And you bring your little zombie people. (laughs) That's how my person talks. That's how my Chaos Lord talks. Brutal. brutal, Yeah, pretty much. So I got those guys done um, or or picked out. I'm using some of the Imperial Guard, Chaos Guard from Blackstone Fortress Mm. for my cultists. Nice. Um, Good models. And also the the Flamer, and that kind of gives me a reason to paint those guys. Uh, It turns out I don't have a lot of cultist models, so I was able to kind of assemble another squad of 10 out of of those guys and my remaining cultists. Um, And then I just, I ordered, I need to go pick up my Titanicus book. I think that's about all oh, I bought this man. week. Did that come out? Yeah. yeah. I need to go get that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, uh, yeah, you do. My third t- Titanicus book is over there, waiting to be picked up from the store. But that is, that's about all we have. Um, yeah, that's all I've been up to. I'm super boring this week. Danny, Danny, what have you been up to? Yeah, not that much, honestly. 
as well. <laughs> well, we I all played. we all had real life stuff actually happen this time around. Yeah, I mean, you you were out this last weekend. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I had my yeah. anniversary, so yeah. I was couldn't win a tournament traveling. this weekend. The, the one weekend a year you actually have to pay attention to your wife. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good to pay attention to her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, we went out uh, on a wildlife cruise, which was pretty fun. Um, so uh, this week I built and primed <laughs> uh, my pledge for for this uh, this period. Although, well, you you will actually have them painted by the time that oh, probably not. Oh man, you're gonna fail this round. That's minus two glory points. Is it okay? You That's lose fine. all your territory to the person with the fully painted list that week. Ah, uh, okay. All right. So we're gonna split it between me, Cody, and you. No, because I had a fully painted list by game time this week. That's oh, that doesn't count. And base. I can't wait for you to go back to yeah. work next week and get screwed over. How many yeah. pox? How many uh, goldsists you gotta whip out? <laughs> like mm-hmm. ten. If only there was a new product to help me speed along painting. Coming. We we end before the contrast releases. You know that, right? Maybe. Oh, are you going to make us continue? I'll make us continue until I win. All right, that's fair. That's, that's so pretty much what we're doing. So I built another box of 10 Chaos Marines. Um, I also built five Havocs and dick. put some chain guns on those guys. Extra dick. I didn't even get to use them. <laughs> I know. That's okay, so because they shrugged off freaking missile fire like a like a boss. They did. They, they were, sure did. They were doomed and guided, and it was like, let's do this. I was like, nah, let's just cool. I'm, shooting? I'm, I'm is, good, bro. Is he shooting at us? <laughs> brushing that dirt off oh. their pauldron, right? Yeah, flicking off. Yeah. <laughs> um, that dirt off your pauldron. Uh, so uh, I did that. I got about some some bits in to complete my next uh, two weeks of pledges, although. I realized this week I'm going to have to buy another box of Chaos Space Marines to do a conversion for my... I'm going to make a, a master Lord Executioner or Master Executioner? What is mm. it? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, Lord Executioner. Lord Executioner. <clears throat> do you... Uh, I've got a box of Chaos Marines that I just bought so I could do some paint guides for that you could steal bits from if you don't want to have to buy a whole other well, box. So <laughs> I need four Chaos Marines. So anyway, so oh, it's it's right. no big deal. No, you like, buy that yourself, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I, well, I need some because I also bought three Lord Discordants this week. Um, and I want not for this campaign. No, just no, so no, that no. everybody's clear. Not for this campaign. No, for a, for an army. And so I, uh, I wanted to uh, like I like the rider. He's cool. For like, uh, I, I want to make my guys flawless host uh, the Lord Discordants. Um, so I'm gonna like repose and convert all the riders so they're like either standing or surfing on top of their. Oh, um, nice cowabunga! Because like like well, Chester Cheeto, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Um, because uh, lo- it's not like- very Slaneshi, like the guy on the on the thing with like his robe and like. Oh well, wait! Why don't you just buy some of the Cecil uh, Cecil pants? Skyle um, uh, the dude with the chick on his back, Seleski. Seleski, uh, really? That's how you say it? I think so. Why don't you just buy three of those, leave okay. the lady off, cut up them a little bit, and and turn them into a, uh, turn them in, into a rider. Then it gets a little bit bigger. You know, I mean, it's already doesn't matter how tall you are in the grand scheme of things because you already have twelve wounds, so they can shoot you anyway. It doesn't matter; you can't hide. So, pfft. says you. You know. Well, I still want them to be marines. They're going to be... Well, I'm just saying you could use them as, as bits, and then they're definitely way more slaneshy. Oh, yeah. No, no, well, Dave. When yeah, he says... He's like twice as tall as a normal Chaos Marine, though. Yeah. Uh, and when Dave... I think the Lord Discordant should be 
aptly uh, much larger what, to what, represent the fact that he is 12 wounds. When Danny says that they're writing the, the things, I mean, I think you have the wrong idea of what they're doing to the Hellstalkers. <laughs> right. He's, he's fucking it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to convert the tail. Just so the green tail stuff, is, big old dick. Oh, it's, it's like the it's South in, Park is, uh, yeah, wheelie it's, yeah, uh, it's in that episode. Wheel, yeah. <laughs> that new method of transportation. Just green stuff up a tube at the front and the tail in the back. There you go. That's how he goes. That, that's how it's going to be. Yeah, nice. With a bunch of blades and stuff on it. Anyway, uh, so. So who's and did you get this list from? <laughs> uh, not him. Uh, <laughs> what? This is, yeah, no, I have. Uh, I was looking at the best way to, so the Lord Discordant naturally gives himself plus one to hit. Right. Which is really cool. And there's some, and it really keys off the flawless host ability. So if you got three of them, it's plus three to hit. No, it's just just plus one, but it's always better to take more than one of something. What if you have prescience on them? Then that's another plus one to hit. uh, But you get to reroll hits then, right? Fuck you, Dave. (laughs) <laughs> i think what you actually might be doing is confusing it with the flawless host stratagem that oh, lets what them, is that that lets them reroll misses in close combat that sounds like synergy yep it is really nice well they yeah okay yeah. they already hit on twos anyway synergy it's fine so Damn, like, dave your jokes are hitting better than your wraith knight <laughs> or wraith lord i'm going back to the tape i i Fairly certain he killed at least three Chaos Marines. I, dude, I think you're gravely you, you mistaken. You honestly think the Guardians did it in close combat? The, no. The toughness no, they two Guardians? Him. Dave, I had... <laughs> by the time the Wraith Lord charged in, I had... Five. Three guys left. No, I had five. No. I'm oh, God. You know what? <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm anyway. The tape. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go back to the yeah, tape. Let's check the tape. I need an instant replay. Put it on the big screen. So, uh... Uh, anyway, that uh, I've been kind of uh, playtesting my list for states this weekend. Uh, I'm going to take Necrons. Um, oh, what? Oh, I, I was really hoping you would actually be taking the the chaos. Oh no, they're not ready yet. So, and I don't want to have to like rush paint a bunch of stuff either. I definitely thought about it, but well, on the plus side, when the next big GT <clears throat> tournament comes up, contrast will be out, so you'll be able to have them painted for the before that so easily. Yeah, I'm. Okay, we, we can talk about contrast when I get to it. Like, I, I, yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. I think it'll be a really useful tool for a lot of people. I think it's a great tool. There's colors in it that I already like. Sure, for sure. But hey, Danny, what else have you been up to? Uh, yeah, so the practice games went really good. I'm really excited about this weekend. Uh, I hope that the small cold that I'm developing goes away, because that would suck for the tournament. Just I will persevere, and I will sneeze right in my opponent's face. Yeah. Guaranteed I'll call, him, I'll call it a machine virus. Gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I roll, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Gotta win. And then we played a game, which... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. We played a game. So... <laughs> it was... Uh, yeah, we played our you know uh, I, Urban I played, Conquest game. <laughs> I played better this game than I did in the first game. Yeah, that's I, the important I, thing. You know what, Dave? I really agree with that. Like, I think you did a lot better in general. Like, the Guardians didn't just suck and die, right? No, they actually lived. They didn't. They did they, great. Yeah, they did great. So uh, the Dire Avengers, on the other hand, totally sucked and died. They were just like, nah. well, and I think you maybe could have leveraged them a little bit better. Yeah. But this mission made it really hard for the Eldar. Like, <laughs> do you, like do you just enjoy having your range. weapons? Yeah. yeah. It's like nobody gets to hit anything. <sighs> yeah, that that's tough. That's tough. I get it. And uh, so, yeah, my Chaos Lord was really able to like he maximize. Should've, he should have died round three. <laughs> 
Well, Dave, you can roll one's gonna happen. <laughs> what? So no, ones are assured gonna happen for me. Okay, Phoenix Gem, go. Did you fire and fade at all? Crap. No, because by the time that I could fire and fade. Like, I'm just trying to think of different things you could have done with your range, and I'm like, maybe if the Guardians kind of heated up the field, shot a bunch, and then kind of fell back. Uh, so it wouldn't have mattered uh, because as close as Danny, I, I mean, I set them up on the objective. And as I mean, close regardless, as yeah, you're going to be in charge range. So Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Well, is the thing is, is, yeah, you'll be in charge range, but you'll also be able to unleash the full fury of a unit of Guardians, which is significant, honestly. Like, when they got to shoot me, uh, when I was, like, they overwatched and killed four guys. Yeah, I got really lucky with that. I mean. No, I don't think so. Did I think you? that was pretty, yeah. it's pretty, pretty standard. Yeah. You think that's pretty standard? Like, uh, shuriken catapults are hardcore. You, oh, that shuriken catapult didn't do anything, actually. It was just regular guardians. The yeah. shuriken catapult missed in that one. That's a shuriken cannon. Oh, the guardians cannon. have shuriken, shuriken catapults. Right. So Our Avengers have adventure catapults. It's it's a Which lot of terminology. I understand. Sucked. Yeah. Um, I mean, they did okay. You just made all your saves. You 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 had a uh, had a good chance of actually dying when you assaulted the Dire Avengers. Um, yeah, I, I, it I could happen. Yeah. I mean, nice games, fours man. on fours. I mean, it was you know fives and sixes to to hit you, and I got two of them, and then fours, which I rolled both of them, and then you just were like, nah, saved. And I was like, oh. And then some dead Dire Avengers. A lot of dead Dire Avengers. Yep. <clears throat> and then a Wraith Lord charged you, and he. Missed. <clears throat> yeah. He, 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 did, he did poorly. He was like, oh, I can't that see That last game shot at the start of the game where I... Like, oh, it really crippled me. Yeah, I was surprised on how badly he, on how bad he was after that happened. I mean, he was only down one tier, but uh, the the point is is that you your shot was really good, you know? Yeah. Um, And so one of the other things that we had to worry about in this game was were the... Um, uh, so the three things with the pollution that affected us on this stupid roll of seven or less um, is the half range on all weapons. Yeah. Uh, Everybody is automatically obscured, which in urban conquest uh, gives them uh, it's minus one to, sh- to hit. Yep. So when you're shooting, it's an obscured target. You get minus one to hit. If you were out in the open, you also had minus one toughness. So which is brutal unless you were in ruins or a building. Mm-hmm. So who, who here likes toughness to guardians? I mean, rapid fire bolters love them. Yeah. Hard to agree. But when you only have a 12 inch range, it's hard to get in there to do <laughs> <Yeah>. that. Yeah. <laughs> Just had trouble getting in there. So, so as per the use. Um, so. so it was a really, it was a really fun game and, uh, and I really had a good time playing it and yeah. I enjoyed, you know, talking about it afterwards to what I could have done differently. I think um, just a couple of different moves, I think, would have really changed the outcome. I mean, I, I brought the War Walker in just on the backside because I was like, there's no way he's going to be able to do anything without getting blown up by the rest of your heavy weapons that are sitting over there, so I'm just going to put him over here. Sure. And I thought he was out of range until you were like, oh, you're just within 24. And I was like, okay. <clears throat> Last cannon to the face again. Stupid Last Cannon. Well, I missed both yeah, shots. Yeah, you, you missed. Anyway. Well, then I missed it shooting back. I was like, well, if Last Cannon's in range, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. shoot you too. So. Sure. And I was like, never mind. We just whiffed shots at each other. As is tradition. So. Word. Sweet. Well, I think that's about all we've all been up to so far uh, this next few weeks. Uh, no tournament games to report or anything fun like that. There, just some good old narrative time. Yeah, next time. Yeah. Yeah. Next time there will be. But, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Follow along with our progress this weekend on BCP if you have yeah, a chance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get the Best Coast Pairings app. You're looking for Alaska State Tournament, I believe it's called. 
think it's third annual third, Alaska State yeah, uh, on BCP. I don't know. Are we able to track uh, Danny's progress? Are we able to see how Dave does in his first round before he has to go home yes. and be a family man? Spoiler alert, I'm only playing in the first round. <laughs> um, and you kind of get to see how everyone goes along. Um, but we're going to be right back, talk a little bit about some interesting stuff that released this week. Dude, I'm the best. I took first place at another tournament. First off, stop with the thunder and lightning. You don't impress me. And second, let me check out the BCP rankings. And I don't see you on there. What? Your TO needs to download the Best Coast Pairings app and run events on it. After the event, the results are uploaded into BCP rankings. And the best part, it's easy and free. But I play multiple game systems. No big deal. The BCP app can be used for any game. A ton of events every weekend are using it, from major international tournaments to local stores. And now that it's available on Android devices, you're going to have some serious competition. There can be only one. BCP Rankings is a fun and exciting way to measure how you or your team stack up. No matter what you play, your score goes to an overall ranking. Or compete to be the best in a game, a circuit, a region, or the world. Download the app or visit www.bestcoastpairings.com for more info. Best Coast Pairings. Are you the best? All right, we're back. Good times. Ooh. And we're back. We are back. Uh, Yeah, so since we last recorded, uh, Warhammer Fest happened. Just a small little thing. Nobody even went to it. Just a small little gathering. Barely any reveals. Well, I didn't go, so what does it matter to me? I know, right? Nothing exciting happened there at all. Well, let me tell you, Danny, about Fest and how (gasps) amazing Fest was. What? I almost went. And by almost went, I mean, I looked at the reveals, which is about the same. (laughs) I watched the live blog stream and, and, you know, paid attention to that. That was pretty fun. Let me tell you what, there was some stuff that looked really good for other games. And then they came out with some stuff for 40K, and I was so excited. You ready? Admech Transport. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. It's so... What? I love it. Dude, it's awesome. I have to see the rules. I don't like the way it looks. I was talking uh, now. I don't want to see it with walker legs either, but I would have rather seen it with more of a repulsor style grab no, platform as no, opposed see, to being. Um, I was talking to Beals about this last night. How the thing is, with I like, all how, the, I like how he's just like share now. He's just Beals. Yeah. Um. The what they have to do with all Imperium factions is they all have to be similar but different. So when you put an army together of Admech and, and Imperial Knights and Space Marines, they have to thematically match yet be distinct. So the reason that the transport comes out looking like this is they pretty much, like someone joked, it was like, huh, they just grabbed an old rhino and put it on a graph platform. I'm like, yeah. Except that it's... But the contrast of like the sharp lines on the top from the from the graph tank or from the rhino part of it and like the curves on the bottom from the graph kind of give it a really kind of like alien look because it's kind of two different yeah, except it doesn't look like a grav it you looks like an old school gi joe hovercraft yeah, like dude, it's it just got like air blowing to me. yeah because oh, it's, it's on the ground it's not floating so it just it looks like so you're telling me that it is in fact a gi joe hovercraft and you think that's a bad thing yes that's awesome yeah, except dude. it doesn't have any of the cool stuff that gi joe had it has stubbers <laughs> and a guy I don't remember the, I don't remember the G.I. Joe character named Stubbers codenamed Stubbers <laughs> he was the guy after you pulled his legs off <laughs> oh god <laughs> you broke the rubber band inside of his torso oh well sorry Hawk I guess you're codenamed Stubbers now <laughs> getting ready to storm the beaches of Normandius 
<laughs> but yeah, no, I, I picture, I think of it like that, that old hovercraft, except you don't see like a big fan. Now, if it had a big ass fan blade on back, I probably would be more on board. It has an airboat like little, uh, like steering things. Like though. Gator? Dude. I get okay. So you're trying to make this a bad thing. You refer to it as a GI no, Joe hovercraft, the only way as a Gator fan boat. You, well, or you, or you, or referencing Gator. Yeah, character. I reference Gator. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! Burt Reynolds is going to pilot my 40k stuff. The only way that that could. <laughs> and now, I, now I really need to see somebody put a big old Burt Reynolds mustache on an ad bag, dude. Hell. Just right on back, just the the, the driver. Yeah, Aww. dude. Hell yes, yes. Um, All right, I'm, I take it back. I'm sold. Like so I'm I getting think 15 now. I think it's great. I think there's a lot of different ways they could go. If they did like a creepy crab walking thing, sure, it could have worked. Um, but then the cost of that kit. How is that faster than actually walking? Oh, yeah. right. One, it's not faster than walking. Two, the cost of the kit. You apparently to do haven't the seen crabs because they are fast mm. as fuck. Um, yeah, what did the, the transport go sideways <laughs> up the table? <laughs> that would be awesome. Just just the sideways crab walk. But but it's nice to see, right? I mean, I know we, we there's other ways to give admech transports through Forge World, but now like you have like boats of electrobreeds kinda going on up the field, or you're gonna have um, boats of, of fuck robots going up the field. And it's kind of it's a nice option to have for Guitar. Oh, you're, you're thinking that uh, uh the tracked robots can get in? Maybe, no, no, maybe. they're they're all robots. Who knows? I haven't seen the rules yet. I mean, they're only some of them are only partially transport robots, capacity. One imperial. I, I think the thing I don't like about it is the option. <laughs> it's just going to sit on it like a bucket. No, two. It has to actually <gasps> two oh, of let's them. Get two of them and put them on a knight. No, no roller skates. Yeah, <laughs> hover skates. He's going to sit in it like a, in a like a wheelbarrow, and it's going to push him up the table. It's not that big a model, man. Like Hulk in the back of a truck. Yeah, it's cool. good. You, you can add that as much as you. It's not gonna. No, it's not gonna make it better. Um, I, I think it was. The so fact speaking that of they, nights, hold on. Oh no. Okay, on. I'm sorry. I, You're I, not done yet. I'm not done. I, I think the thing I, I I actually liked it more as the gunboat itself opened than as or not the uh, not the gunboat, but the as transport? the transport itself than the gunboat. You know, it just. I eh. I like the gunboat because I like the missiles, and missiles make me excited. You, you liked the red rocket. Yeah, dude. I'm all about the red rockets. Okay. Uh, but then, Danny, we can't skip on to the next, to the evil side until we continue all of the good stuff. So when they dropped the points of the repulsor, I was shocked because I thought, you know, the way my loadout was for uh, last year's Ursa, having four of them and Bobby G, I felt that was pretty good. And when they dropped the points cost on the repulsor, I was like, oh man, I can fit a whole nother one in and it's five in Bobby G. And now I know why they dropped it. It's because they released some sort of super night killer repulsor. I don't know, um, man. We haven't seen the rules for it yet. But I can only speculate that it will, in fact, uh, have the firepower to kill a knight over several turns. <laughs> so it has the uh, the same plasma annihilator that the knight does. It it has the calls plasma annihilator. It's my first article for bulls. You think so? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. No. I'm sad know, it's not just like the Vindicator where it's just like a giant freaking cannon strapped to the front of it. It just takes up the whole front. Um, and it's like a bomb launcher or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm a repulsor guy. We all know I'm a repulsor guy. You're actually what it's it's called repulsor sexual. Yeah. but <laughs> It's true. But Danny, you could say these new tanks leave him repulsed. <laughs> <laughs> they leave me nonplussed. Oh, if you will, I'm not excited for them. I will buy one because I need it for the collection. 
um, but it's just going to stay in the box un- unless I see rules that just make me just absolutely jizz myself in a shower of, of man goo the minute I see it. I, I It just doesn't do anything for me, you know? So my first reaction, Dave, was I was like, what the fuck, dude? They got rid of my storm bolters over the doors. Then I looked at a rear-facing image of the tank, and it turns out that they've put two more rear-facing turrets on the back of the main turret. Yep, they're now on the turret. And then there's an anti-aircraft gun in the back. Yeah, oh. which can probably also still be a storm bolter. I Hopefully. like it where people will oh, be like, crossed. yeah, right. <laughs> hey, people aren't buying our repulsors. Must be because it doesn't have enough guns. Add more <laughs> guns to Give it, Give it a please. bigger gun. So I've seen a couple different variations of it, including one showcased by Tom Walton, the designer of it himself, and they actually have the frag cannons uh mounted to the front the frag grenade uh, grenade launchers oh cool are actually mounted to the front so it looks like you can have way more guns than you could if you thought you know the original memes of just all of the guns on the repulsor they were like just wait there's more compensator class tank yeah and um i don't know it it's not balanced in appearance i think it's the best way for me to describe it i like Um, the turret better i think the, the top turret has well i like symmetry so oh. the top turret has here's a round launcher thingy and here's a big launcher thingy and then here's a small launcher thingy and then here's another big launcher thingy for you know like it's not symmetrical which i really like i just imagine when it goes into battle dave it spins the turret really fast 360 degrees no scope and just shoots everything that it can like while it's doing that so, so. it's a it's a pinwheel call yeah. So hey. Gulliman walks up and lights the fuse on the turret and just lets it go. That's actually <laughs> that's actually what gives it the anti-gravic lift. It actually <laughs> helicopters with the barrel. <laughs> My luck, it'd be a dud. It'd be like one of the. It'd be like a snake. Just the tank turret just stops melting off into pieces, and I'd be like, oh, "This didn't shit." Boys, mistakes were made. But yeah, so, and it's still a transport. Yeah, because I it mean, needs a transport capacity, right? It's like people are like, can we have a primaris transport, please? You wanted more guns in the repulsor? Sure. Yeah. No, no, no. More no. expensive. So one of my favorite transport. analogies was, uh, you know, everybody was begging, begging. And I, I wish I could attribute to who this was on Facebook. But it was just somebody's post. Uh, it's like, everybody was begging for a primaris transport. Everybody was begging for a primaris transport. So they lowered the cost of the regular repulsor. And then they gave us the new primaris uh, annihilator, I think is what it is. Something like that. Um they gave us a Primaris transport. It was the original repulsor. <laughs> With they, gave more exact, guns. they gave us exactly what we asked for. No, no, no. The, you just now, you take the regular Primaris repulsor as a transport instead of loading it with all the crazy yeah, guns. because it doesn't have all the guns like the right. crazy one yeah. does. You got your transport. <laughs> You're like, oh, you didn't want it to transport guns. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's my bad. But everybody likes floating gun platforms. I really players. hope that the, the, when they redo the Space Marine book, which is, I assume, coming soon. Or Please. in the in the near future. Um, Daddy that, will give up custodes and go back to Space <laughs> Marines. That they just let drop pods carry interceptors. Just, or, just like, a, or, or Primaris Marines. Just yeah. a heads up, Danny. Uh, if, if they do release a new uh, Space Marine Codex, and by if we are lucky enough to get to review it, you will not know that we are getting to review it until you see me at the store holding a bunch of the Primaris Repulsor Annihilators in line just like just like holding like six of them standing there <laughs> that's what you know we will we'll be reviewing something oh okay because dave saw it and read it already and it's like oh, i was wrong i was so wrong about this thing it's wrong about everything. i was wrong about everything bobby g down to 50 points 
I just want your review oh, video to just be you in front of like a mirror, the, like an edgy teen, being like, "I was wrong about no, everything. My no, eyes we are gonna, open now." <laughs> if it was, was so if it was woke. gonna be anything, it was gonna be Danny, Danny doing like the dog shaming. Except I'm the dog. Just got a sign around my neck because I'm sitting on the floor, and Danny's just staring at me like this. Just, sign, just the, the writing is like. I thought the repulsor annihilator was terrible. <laughs> Danny's just also throwing on boxes the of repulsors at you. Like no, <laughs> hitting you on no. the nose with one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have one we could use. So it'd be fine. Uh, hey, another surprise is more stuff than just repulsors was announced at Warhammer Fest. The Iron Hand Tech Marine? No, he was already announced. Yeah, he was already announced. Warhammer Fest, yeah. bro. Warcry? But, well, we'll get out of here. Get out of here with that Age of Sigmar bullcrap just now. Um, no, the the Codex uh, Chaos Knights. What? Was announced. Sorry, the what? Codex Chaos Knights. The what? Stop. One more time. So, Danny, yeah! Codex Chaos Knights coming out. <laughs> Muting David, the touch of a button. Thank God. Oh. This technology is amazing. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just. Um, so, yeah, uh, Chaos Knights getting their own codex instead of kind of like a little downloadable rule set, as well as oh. two new classes of knight coming Heck out purely yeah. for the bad boys. Is it, uh, it chassis, not classes, right? It's a new same. class of knight. Oh, they're calling it a new class of knight? Yeah. Okay, I missed that. I thought it was just saying it was a new whole new knight kit. Well they, oh, 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 they, they, well, they are new knight kits. Yeah, they're brand new knight kits, not just upgrade spruce, which is amazing. So, and they have the back, like the, the way the legs are mounted, like makes them look, that's how the, so the Sarastus knights have legs that are very similar to these ones. Yeah. And uh, those, well, what I'm what I'm getting at I, I know is that is. Uh, these are one more well proportioned, and it's like the perfect mix between the traditional uh, knight and the the Sarastus knight. Like the legs look amazing, very hot. So I, I, the whole kit just looks goddamn amazing, dude. Yeah, and they're they're so they're gonna have their own relics, warlord traits, stratagems, all that other kind of fun stuff. I think we're gonna see some crossover from Codex and regular knights. Sure. Um, but and Codex Chaos Space Marines. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It's going to be exciting to see kind of what's coming across Chaos oh, yeah? only. I kind of. So, so what's your, what are you thinking? I, I don't know. I think they might get veterans. Really? Why? Does it need I mean, veterans? Uh, and, you know, I mean, not when I say why, like, I, like that. I don't mean it like, why? That's terrible. They, when they, like, when, what, what on, is the logic behind on it? On the review, they say something to the effect of like, to represent these veterans of the long war or something like that. Wink. <laughs> on the, on the Warhammer community article. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, Hey, just looking at the Admac tank again, it looks like a Roomba with a turret on it. If you buy enough of them, it it'll, it'll keep telling yeah. you that it'll keep reminding you, you need to buy a Castellan. Oh, I was going to say, or yeah, or it gets locked in the closet and it's out of batteries. <laughs> um, it's like, our but Kelly? yeah, so it looks like, no. <laughs> Uh, with less P. So, the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, we uh, haven't seen it on the table yet. new Chaos Knight, getting back to that, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There's the two uh, variants look like there's a, a ranged variant and a close combat variant. I, I so, want to imagine, so currently in the in the um, supplemental Chaos Knights book, you, you can just basically take a knight, you say, I'm taking the Warden, and you could slap whatever weapons you want on it as opposed to regular Impale Knights where you're limited by what weapons are... Uh, yeah, it's just called a renegade knight, right? And you can put whatever weapon combination you want on on the arms. So you could have double fists, you could have double Gatling cannons, double battle cannons. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I I, I really like them. Now at the same time, I know that there will be some people sitting out there going, "Well, 
What about my night? I spent years converting it and stuff. Throw it away. It's trash now. Yeah. That's <laughs> painting a new one with contrast. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for stealing my guys. one punchline. That's it. You heard it here first, Colin Wingo. <laughs> Throw them away. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for Chaos Nights. Excited to see what that one's going to be. Really, kind of where they take that and how, I, how they, it's different from regular nights. I've never seen, you know, the Night Codex came out, and I was like, eh, I could see myself running one kind of like as an ally or something in my list, but I could see myself running an entire list of Chaos Knights. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I could see myself playing that just because it just sounds fun, you know. I think it would be cool to run a bunch of Chaos, like... Uh, Valiants? What? No. Just harpooning the shit out of everybody. I mean, that does sound with rad, veterans, though, like, to be honest. With veterans, so the long war just... It already wounds on... It's like strength <laughs> 16, man. Just uh, katunk, uh I was thinking like a bunch of gallants and then some lore discordance and just like murdering everything. I just seen... I mean... S- super fast. Yeah. The lore discordant Danny is 12 wounds. <laughs> I can't hide behind the knights. <laughs> Oh, but sorry, I, you you're know, right. My bad. I, and let me take just a quick second to go ahead and put a disclaimer here before John mutes the shit out of me. I, sorry. I <laughs> Man, you were just yeah. fast enough. When oh, I'm at the touch of a button now, I can so do that. so fast now. Mm-hmm. I fully think the Lord Discordant is an amazing model. And every time I say that the Lord Discordant has 12 wounds, it's just a slap in the face of all the re-people out there that screamed it wasn't good and are wrong. Mm. You, you know what's hilarious is they were like... Off soapbox. They say on soapbox again. Oh. <laughs> They're like, Lord Discordant is affected by warlord traits now. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, well, shit, we got to take him now. Because he gets one so hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. Re- real players were taking him to begin with. It's fair. Now it's even better. Yeah. Hey, uh, and I think that's why they're taking him now. In further Warhammer Fest news on news that has firmly got me on the edge of the shelf of, I hope this is good. Uh, Warhammer Apocalypse is coming. Oh, man. Oh. I'm excited about that. I was not excited about it at all. Not so. What? And I'm getting a chub. Oh. Yeah. Stuff I've seen so far. I really wish you wouldn't watch porn here, Dave. <laughs> I'm glad you told me because nobody would ever be Apocalypse able to tell. Apocalypse is my favorite porn star name. So the, the, the thing I like about it is it's not an additional set of rules for how to play Apocalypse games of 40K. So it's not the 8th edition rule set. It's a completely new rule set. Right. Which is like, okay, that makes sense. That's why I'm getting so excited about it. That makes sense. And they've done pretty good so far in this past couple of years with rules with like the Speed Freaks game and and kind of like the stuff that's coming out and the specialist games that are coming. So I'm excited. If I can play like giant games in a night, then that's that's good news. My concern with that, though, is like if they're saying I can do a game in six hours, roughly, say, and I'm putting down a bunch of, say, tactical space marines, am I going to be spending more time putting them down than... I like them just being removed from I mean, the battlefield. Not right with away. the movement trays, bitch. <laughs> They're imperial fists. They're imperial fair. fists, John. Black Library is already putting them down. It's fine. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Very but true. Seriously, the movement trays are half of my chub. That's like, oh, GW putting out movement trays. And I can't wait to pick it up on discount because, you know, not everybody's, this is not a product for everybody. It's like Urban Conquest, John. I mean, which you grabbed. At I'm sure full price from someplace and not no, at all on clearance. crazy clearance yeah. discount. So I looked at it. It's it's only a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. I can't wait for it to go for on all clearance after I pick up my first set. So I have tons of movement trays. Oh, I was talking about Urban Conquest. Yeah. Oh, um, 
But yeah, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm sure we'll look at it when it comes in. I think in our play group area, we have Warlords, Reavers, all kinds of super heavies. They kind of fuck around with the rules. It's going to be night on night on night action. Baby. We're going to jump back 10,000 years real quick and do a little 30K action. Um, they're releasing an Ed 209 for Mechanicus, apparently. Uh, a what? It's <laughs> the Ed 209 from the Robocop movie is what it looks like. That's what oh. you're um, it's, it's another night. It's an obscure um, reference. It, it looks like the uh, Porphyron. Yeah. Yeah. But like a little mechanic is here. Yeah. It has like conversion femur <laughs> arms. Huh. Mechanic there. Yeah. That's a real word. Yeah. Uh, some more white scars coming out looking super good. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Those Terminators look bomb. The mm. Dark Angels coming. Oh, sorry. White Scar Terminators look amazing with their kind of black armor. Would you um, confusing the shit out of me, actually, the first time I saw that. Because the first image they released when they pre- uh, preview leaked it. Uh, just it looked like black templars yeah because you oh, couldn't sure. see the red lightning bolt through the uh symbol so the white scar symbol painted white just looks like the edge of the iron cross and i was like oh sure why are black templars getting bomb ass looking terminators um i think uh, my no, favorite contemptor dreadnought ever which would be the Blood Angels uh, Contemptor Dreadnought. It's clearly your second favorite Contemptor Dreadnought ever. The first favorite sitting on your shelf over there waiting to be painted in two, no. two rounds. No, it, it is not. I, I love this Blood Angel one so much. It, it looks really, really you neat. You love it more than your conversion? I do. I do. Mm. I do. Oh, man. And those demons are the Runestorm? Runestorm demons? Ooh. Oh, I haven't wanted them. to buy a Forge World only army since like the first days of Creek, but seeing these Runestorm demons come out... Ooh, it's pulling me back to 30k. The the only thing stopping me from stuff like that is the fact that 30k is only mediocre up here. And and you know, I'm not there's nothing that says that 30k isn't popular in your area where you guys are. It just if the option is 30k or Age of Sigmar or 40k, it's going to be 40k almost every single time. Yeah. And also up they, here in our area. They still use 7th edition rules. I know. They're modified seven. They're like seven point five. It's like when D and D, when wizards needed to make more money, so they went from three to three point five. You D&D. really, you really don't realize how unwieldy or how amazing keywords are for solving rules until oh you go God, back. It's so much better. And yep. look at things like armor bane and flesh bane, which are the same rules but for different things. Yeah. Um, and then that's it. I think there wasn't anything else at fest that we need to talk about, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty much good. Um, contrast. <gasps> Bum, bum, bum. Uh, if I know, before we go into contrast, uh, licensing what? deals. Yeah. With Bandai. Oh, yeah. They're oh, gonna have God. 12 inch. Dude, I can't wait to not paint that and have it sitting in gray primer on my shelf. It's It comes pre-painted. No, I don't think it does. It does. The, the ones they're showing you at Warhammer Fest, the gray one was a demo or a demo version. Well, that's what it I'm It will buying. come fully painted. Can I get one not painted? Uh, sadly, not, no. But you and 17,000 other people will repaint it. Um, also, and... Because nobody's going to want that. like an ultramarine? Yeah, nobody's going to want that guy as an ultramarine. It's going to look like Steve. Uh, I don't know. It's Bandai making it. They might they might try and go funky with it. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of different weapon options coming. Uh, oh, cool. For it too. So it's going to have uh, yeah, different poses, different, different hands. poses, different hands, different <sighs> weapons. I'm it's super so cool. excited for this guy. Man, that's going to my office. Look, I've never wanted to paint a tiny <laughs> model in my life, but Chibi Me, I want to buy them and take them to a true painting class, oh, a Chibi painting class. I was going to say, on, on the uh, list of things I never knew I wanted until I saw them, Chibi yeah. 40K. Yeah. I was like, 
I don't know. Chibis are stupid. I would never buy a chibi. What is that? Yeah, they're grim dorkable. Yeah. Ugh. There is three of them that look good and one that made me go, what choice was that for? The Inquisitor Greyfax? I was like, who's who's clamoring for Inquisitor Greyfax? The dude who like, designed him probably. <laughs> <the singer>, probably. <laughs> Uh, they just they just went to him and he was like, "Listen, I'll design these for you, but I get I get one, you get three. I mean, <laughs> and they between, were like, "Cool." Between these and the Funko Pops, I'm half expecting GW to do an exclusive line of shelves uh, for all the shit that they're releasing. That I'm gonna have to buy and display. <laughs> um, they call them movement trays for your wall. Oh, non movement trays. Um, Trademark. Uh, Only one thing left to talk about. Super quick here. Uh, contrast the new oh. paint system on Trizzle. Con okay. Trizzle. Or as, as the dip, as Army Painter calls it. No, it's not dip at all, man. Because no, I, no, it's it's really not. It's kind of similar in consistency, but dip is one color for the most. You know, dip is one color, right? Uh, you got strong tone, dark tone. That's it. it. It's there to shade your model. It's not there to color it. Uh, but contrast is actually there for you to get your army completely painted in multi different colors, which was sadly evidence on a ton of pictures that people took of themselves testing out the contrast paints on a Stormcast model or on a Primaris Intercessor model or a Death Guard model where they just slapped 17 different colors on willy-nilly and they were like, yeah, check out how contrast looks on the model. And I was like, well, it looks like a freaking two-year-old painted it. You're not selling me on it, okay? I like the Rainbow Death Guard guy. Uh, what I really liked is I saw someone did the uh, Brimstone Horrors with three different contrast paints. I, had, and it, I did not see that. And oh, it looked like cool. it yeah. was a perfect fire fade. Like, and all it did was like one line, you go, I think, light to dark. Um, and you don't even have to that wait for sense. it to dry. And you just yep. do line, line, line. And it was like a perfect brimstone. Um, generally, the, I mean, there has been people complaining about it. Those people um, are idiots. Those people, this, uh, if you are complaining about contrast, it is not designed for you. I mean, that's that's the only real way to put it. It's designed for people <laughs> like me who want... Say, like, every army I have is a horde, right? And, and I want to have, like, a hundred models. Sure. But yeah. I, I don't want to spend, like, an hour painting every orc boy because then that's a hundred hours How of my time. How are you going to win Golden Demon or Best Painted at a Tournament if you don't spend an hour painting each well, model, John? Dave, thanks for the setup. I believe most people don't care about winning Golden Demon. I mean, if you do, great. <laughs> and there's some fantastic things out there. But for, like, painting rank-and-file troops, like, Danny, can you imagine if this stuff was out when Fantasy was out? I mean, it would be amazing because yeah, I played undead and fan- I played skeletons in fantasy because was, when I played like it was so easy to paint them fantasy and I had like my Bretonians, like my men at arms, like the first two rows were beautiful. Third and fourth rank kind of okay. Fifth rank, pretty shit. Real, real basic colors. Um, but like I said anything that kind of helps get paint out there. Um, you still need some skill with using it. Yeah. You still need some direction. <laughs> Unless you're looking at the GW picture, which shows the three-step method and then the, two, or the two-step method for contrast, which is just apply blue paint and it's magically all painted afterwards. I like this step one, apply contrast. Step two, apply 30 other paints <laughs> to, to the non-contrast areas. Yeah. But, I mean, anything that shades... Is that the way that it's supposed to work? Like, you're supposed to use regular paints, like, to paint the bolter yeah. and, like, the... No, no, no. They the only colors that they don't have in the contrast range um, are metallics. Right. So, but you're still supposed you still go in and add the details and stuff and afterwards. So, like if it's like say the ultramarine, you get the McCrag blue and you go or ultramarine blue and then you go paint all of the blue parts of the armor and then leave the rest and then go paint the rest normally. Uh, they still use contrast for all that stuff. But you don't have to. Is what I'm saying. Well, 
I mean, you didn't have to. If you're going to do that, why bother using the contrast? Because I don't want to shade and highlight blue armor, and I suck at power armor. I mean, right? That's that's. I, I'm what I'm saying is the the contrast line of paints is designed to paint every single thing on the model, right? And that they you know, and then you're done. One coat and you're done on on everything. One thick coat, just sure. like I like to put on Danny's wife. You know what? I didn't like that. Edit that out and post, John. Huh. We're gonna fight after this. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be less afraid. You're so. <laughs> Couldn't be less afraid. But no, I'm just saying, like as a tool. Um, yes, I think that's that's how it's designed to be used. Is not necessarily. I mean, GW would love it if you use four different contrasts and your model is done. But kind of like using it for the the majority of the model and kind of picking out the other stuff there is kind of I think the best way to use it. But I mean, anyway, it's it's a great tool to use and a further kind of way to get stuff on the model painted and looking good. I, I honestly feel the only thing I I think about the contrast that I feel like the people at GW were, were kind of taking a dig at, at Peachy, who is the king of dry brushing, whereas. Uh, Duncan really doesn't like to dry brush. If you ever watch, really watched his videos, he's like, dry brushing? No, no, no. We'll just do one edge highlight and call it good. And Peachy's like, dry brush everything. Look at this. I dry brushed a carnosaur for uh, the fire victims, you know, in the, in the California fire from start to finish faster than other people did everything else. And so they were like, well, fuck Peachy. We're going to make a paint so you don't have to dry brush anymore. And Peachy was probably like, yes. All right. They cool. solely, years before moving <laughs> Christopher Peach to an on-air presenter, were like, you know what, guys? We're going to partner with you know uh, painters. Fuck this guy. For <laughs> chemicals. <laughs> um, you know, like this army painter guy we just promoted over here. Fuck that guy. New range of paints. Yep. I mean, it's perfect. It's, it's flawless. We're like, he's too good at that. Let's make it easier. But yeah, the, the contrast range of paints are designed to be, to paint your model from start to finish, so you don't have to do anything else but just paint that. There is no... You don't have to dry brush. You don't have to do anything else. Now, if you want to, if you want to take it to that next step and, and get more to it, great. Are there are colors in the contrast range I want. Uh, Snakebite leather is one of them because that was always the best brown way back in the day. Sure. And I really want that, you know. Uh, and I watched that being used uh, in a uh, video Ooh, somebody found. On one quarter of a plague marine. Yeah. And it just, or, uh, no, it was a um, plague dude, um, plague walker. And it, it looked great. For the leather. Made the leather look great. And that's one thing I'm not great at is leather. Well, I mean, Danny's mom begs to differ. Um, Bring out the gimp. But we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to be right back with uh, Rob Porter, uh, one of the tri-headed cerebi of Comp 40K and the organizer of uh, the Midnight Sun GT up in Alaska this summer. Uh, we're going to be right back. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit, a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. 
Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. But you got the one goblin box for the state of Alaska. Huh. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, Hey, we're back uh, with Rob Porter. Uh... (laughs) Com40k.com consigulary and organizer of uh, one of this year's biggest events in Alaska in the Midnight Sun GT. What's going on, yeah. Rob? What's up, dudes? And dudettes. I <laughs> uh, called Any... Dave a girl. No, damn it. Yeah, sorry, Dave. <laughs> I wasn't fast enough. You're jumping on that grenade. I'm taking it. Wait. As usual. Wait, Hi, Rob. <laughs> so good to be here. <laughs> I'm doing I'm uh I'm doing good. I'm uh Building a librarian. I don't know why I'm doing that though. Ooh, I haven't figured that out yet. Well, what kind of librarian is it? Like one of the 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 Shadow Spear librarians, or is it one a of good the one? Thirty k. Yep. Uh, librarian no, it's a Phobos. It's a Phobos librarian. Oh, you got man. it. You know, Rob, I have a painting tutorial. You can actually follow. It's three steps. It's very easy. It's uh, very uh, very well done. You could do that, and you too could not be as good a painter as you. <laughs> oh, ironically enough i was actually watching that this morning good plug yeah there you go see uh, only if you shared it on the comp 40k facebook page would have been a good plug god yeah keep keep, keep trying dave <laughs> oh yeah jesus jesus christ Did you not... guys check out this video from this guy dave from mambo's from a month ago he didn't Look, even man. he didn't even uh, paint the center of the power sword white <laughs> i did Look, 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 man, I'll, I'll tell you like I tell everybody else. Feel free to post on the group page. It's totally cool. Now, whether it gets approved or not, it's a totally different <laughs> I wouldn't post it there. It's oh, not the man. kind of thing for that. So I just want to clarify that. I can post anything I want to that page, right? <laughs> That's uh, comp40k yeah. slash uh, Facebook slash comp40k. This is, you can attempt to post anything yeah. in there. Yeah. But hey, to, yeah, trust to, me. What, what is... Uh, no, I, Sorry, you go. Rob. Go ahead, you go first. No, no, it's all good. Oh, this I'll is great. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we have Rob as our first oh, person yeah. on the phone. So you, as a moderator of Com40k, um, switched on the thing where all posts must be approved by a moderator before it goes on the page to kind of weed out some of the bizarre shit people post there. What is the uh, most bizarre thing that someone has tried to post that isn't an advert for sunglasses? Uh, porn. That's the weirdest one. Uh, that's the weirdest one. Oh. Yeah, the weird, the weird, the weirdest one was a, and I caught it back when I worked nights, so I was doing the night shift moderating, and uh, so he let it somebody go made, for a second, <laughs> and then no, 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 took it off. No, 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 no. So, so I'm just talking like posts that was put up because every post that goes through there it notifies all of us, like someone to check it out and approve it. And um, after the first six months. Uh, when Com- Competitor 40K was created um, between John Paul, Ryan Ray, and myself, um, like the first six months, like it started getting really crazy that just the random shit getting posted on there. So we decided to just make it moderator approved posts just to help k- kick out the spam. Because like something would come out on the competitive scene, and then all of a sudden, like Competitor 40K just became like meme 40K page, and that's all you ever saw was just memes everywhere. Thanks, John. They're not even good when and, they're on uh, meme pages. Yeah, no, no. But it was just a bunch of spam. So then we put that on, and literally within the first three days of putting that buffer on, I saw somebody try to post a meme that was some uh, like full body naked chick shot with a Space Marine helmet, 
say it's a legit fuck meme. me, I'm We're dirty. Let that through. All right. I not, but then there was a link, and the link was the concerning part. That was that was <laughs> was it, that was why I had to block it. Was it forgeworld.co.uk? <laughs> John, John, you you probably will recognize this. Do you remember an old link called Meatspin? Uh, I'm going to say no for 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 the benefits of my appearance. Uh, for, for listeners out there, John is nodding his head yes but vigorously. Yeah. Vigorously, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, is that yeah. the only thing yeah. that's happening vigorously over here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's some good mm-hmm. mo- moderating right here. Um, so up here in Alaska, we yeah, have yeah. a pretty good scene right here. We have kind of a lot of good players, a lot of other kind of stuff. Uh, you have taken it in your your hands to run uh, what's it the largest non store kind of run event. In, in a long time here with the Midnight Sun GT. Tell me some of why that came about. Yeah, so um, it was kind of a twofold path, really. One of them was um, I I do a lot of travel, as you guys know, like out of the state of Alaska, and I travel down to like mostly the Pacific Northwest, sometimes Midwest, sometimes Southwest. Um, and really I just talk and get to meet in. people and stuff, and um, a lot of chatter has always been around like, oh, where are you from, Alaska? Oh, wow. I bet they don't play 40K there. It's like, actually, yeah, we do. We have a pretty good crowd. And every now and then you get one or two people that say like, oh, uh, don't you guys have one thing like in September? And they go, yeah, Battles on Ursa, right? And the conversation kind of comes from there. And um, I noticed that people either don't, folks don't either know of our meta or our local player base and what we do up here, or they've heard about it, but like they don't really investigate further on it. And I was like, well, what would be like the best way to get more attention? Like our way right just from the the overall community not just our local or like pacific northwest and um i spoke to um, a few guys that are from uh the gulf and um i spoke to a few buddies of mine that are based out of like utah and idaho and they're like dude all you got to do like flying monkey gt like boise cup uh that that all came from just constantly running events like that's what got the pop the popularity right that they're, that they're at now was just we kept running events, running events, running events, and it, like, focused people to notice us, right? Like, it forced them to. And I was like, that's actually a really good idea. So we just keep having, like, GT-level events. We'll get more recognition, which kind of, I mean, it kind of it's kind of a fucking duh, right? Like, you have you keep doing the same thing over and over again, and five people are going to go, oh, what the fuck they do? Oh, sure, um, yeah. We've been doing it for 107 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, I mean, that kind of spawned part of it. And I knew that um, uh, speaking with Gene before and some of the store ran GTs, you know, a lot of it is, I mean, a lot of the, our stores, they, they supply not just the 40K community, but all the gaming community, right? Well, everything like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and Magic, and definitely Magic, but like every, every community. And it was like, well, it's really hard to fit in the right days to keep running multiple GTs in the same location. So it's like, all right, well, Conversely, at the same exact time when I was talking about all this, my company that I work for, we started getting more involved with like charity events. And a lot of them were like um, Heart Walks of America, uh, uh, Clean Air Challenge, riding bikes, like 20 mm-hmm. to 30 miles one way, right? And I started getting involved in those with work and I just kind of looked at both sides of it and I was like, you know what? Like, why can't we have more GPs in our state? Our player base obviously supports it, whether anybody travels in or not which is better for everybody in our community because anybody who plays competitively can now rack up their points and be serious contenders in the ITC circuit. Right. And, and how can we do that while also allowing our small community to positively affect another small community, thus raising more awareness to what we do and raising awareness to that community. 
so I, I, I reached out to um, Awake, who is the Alaska Women's Abuse in Crisis uh, nonprofit organization, um, last winter and discussed with them my plans of running these GTs and Midnight Sun being the first. And if we're successful, we plan on doing more of them. And um, was telling them, like, I showed them uh, the ITC, I showed them Games Workshop, I showed them Warhammer 40K, I, I, what it was all about, you know, and I was like, this, I, I feel like this would be a really good positive opportunity for both of our communities to get involved. We could play 40K and have a good time, raise some money for your nonprofit, like, and everybody wins. And they were totally on board from the get-go. So it just, from there, it just kind of gained its own traction, and we're at where we're at now, where we've got a venue, we've got a contract, we're advertising like crazy, we've got a lot of community um, outspoken involvement. I mean, obviously the event hasn't happened, but it just seems like we're just naturally, organically gaining speed that direction. It's been really exciting for the last few months, honestly. Yeah, and I have my ticket, I know, uh, and I have Cody's ticket, so he and I are both going. I am too. Yep. So we'll, we'll all be there mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, out of the Palmer Fairgrounds up here in Alaska. Um, I know a few of us are making a fun camping trip out, out of the whole thing, which much hype for. And some of us are old, so we're either staying in a motorhome or just driving home in general. You're just staying <laughs> in a home, dude. <laughs> old folks home. But that sounds really great. And it's, I, like you said, it's a great way to kind of help people. It lets us play with our little toy soldiers while also helping our great cause like Awake. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, yeah, thank you for getting all that set up. Um, Rob, super quick, before we let you go, uh, hit us with some links. So people who want to come up and play toy soldiers in the most beautiful state in the country that is not a different state. Okay. I was going to say. For sure. We're going to California. Uh, <laughs> you can come. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far, as far as the link itself goes, um, the event has its own uh, website, midnightsungt.com. Um, that website not only goes over the venue location, where the parking's going to be, um, obviously the mission packs, the ITC code of conduct, the ITC terrain guide rules, all that we're going to follow, um, just like a frontline grand event. Um, but I also have on the website, um, a list of venues for folks to go to for food, for housing, things to do in Palmer, Alaska, and the surrounding areas. Um, what are good options for air travel, like JetBlue and Alaska Airlines. I have all the airlines listed out. So if you're a traveler coming in, MidnightSunGT.com. I got it all listed there. So if you need any help getting up here and knowing what to do, you convince them this is to come up for the weekend, make it a longer one, right? Go do some hiking. Funniest, everything that you need to find is right there. Um, I'll also use this platform, if you don't mind, John. Go, um, go right on ahead, man. Yeah. Chill away. Go for it. Is this about the Taiwanese basket? Because, oh, yeah, you said <laughs> two years, man. <laughs> <laughs> two years is still going. And by the way, it's still worth it. Um, you need to go check it out. <laughs> it's like it, it's like renting a turbocharged Kia. You're very surprised. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. So um, uh... on, on my second plug, I'll also throw out there beyond just uh, Midnight Sun GT um, dot com. Uh, competitive 40k, the Facebook group. Uh, we kind of took on a project about a month and a half ago to develop a uh, website from the group called comp40k.com. And the whole purpose of the website was essentially for us to centralize a hub and archive for any resource material need for any kind of competitive 40K play at any part of the nation that you're playing in or world. Um, We reached out to all the guys at Renegade Open, Warzone, Nova, uh, Frontline, uh, we reached out to a lot of YouTube channels. We're still growing that list. And 
and all the documents, uh, uh, Peter Falcon over at 40K Stats, I mean, everybody. And we just put it all on that website. It's, it's mobile friendly, easy to use. If you've ever been at a tournament and someone said, hey, that's an FAQ, or no, it doesn't work like that, or hey, what's our, what's our secondary? Instead of having to go through Google searches and all this crazy shit to try to find what you need to play, just go to comp40k.com. It's right there. Easy to find. So you, you asked all of the, the more famous people in uh, the comp world and, and who are very good in general. Um, I can't help but notice that you didn't actually ask Danny to write an article for that. Are you aware that he has <laughs> penned an article or two for GW, Rob? However, he well, actually, actually, Dave, I'll correct you there. The, the blog itself is actually not ran by anybody beyond Michael Scott, Adam Solis, and Brett Perkins, who are on the moderating team for Competitive 40K. Well, it's actually an open the game. It's, it's actually an open concept blog. Anybody can write it. You just got to email us. That's all well, you got to do. Just write oh, your... so, uh, you're still gatekeeping then, stopping me from posting my half-naked memes and links to Meat Spin for Dave, John. Because Dave can't use email. So. That's true. I don't. I suck at technology, <laughs> Rob. Come on. His kids block his email on his phone. What's he... a firewall, Rob? Is that when <laughs> IP fire? You... Well, I mean, we wouldn't be competitive 40K if we didn't at least vet what the hell is being posted, right? Like, somebody <laughs> could think they're being competitive, but when they're, you know, crying about Yanari for five paragraphs, I got to stop it. So, Oh, man, you actually uh, just, that? Five, just five <laughs> paragraphs? That doesn't seem right. It should be more than that, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Nope, it's, it's all open for them, so there you go. So, Danny, if you want to write a blog, man, if you want to write an article, write one up. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, it, it's just open... It's for anybody who wants to write that plays competitive. That's all it is. That's all it's there for. As long as you don't direct anyone to meatspin.com. Right. Because the, we've all seen it, and it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, hey Rob. Um, sorry, on you go there. Uh, right. No, the only that I, I, I was just in closing. That was all I, that was all I had for uh, a plug. And uh, the last thing I'll say on Midnight Sun GT as well, we do have um, six awards that we're giving away. Um, the top three awards are for placing first, second, and third. Those are going to be, um, uh, true scale, uh, weapon replicas. <sighs> Triggered. Um, this one, <laughs> this one is uh, themed off Imperium. So we have a full size bolter, bolt pistol, and then a bolt round. And the bolt round is actually like legit true scale. It's actually 0.998 caliber. Um, our, uh, Local gamer uh, Scott Rogers actually volunteered and donated those uh, from his from his printing services. So thank you, Scott, for that. And we've also got uh, three trophies, which are going to be in the form of purity seals. And the actual like scroll off the purity seal is going to be a um, a prayer or an oath of moment from the actual like book lore. But then there'll be a line in there writing out like "I am best painted" or "I am best fortune." Right. <laughs> so like part of the prayer really is that cool. you're like. You're declaring that, right? So we'll have uh, three of those for um, Best Painted, Best Sportsman, and an Alaskan Tradition, Red Lantern. Is that just an Alaskan? Oh, because they do spoon down in the lower 48, don't you? Oh, the wooden spoon yeah. is what they tend yeah. to do in the lower 48. Yeah, yeah. suck it, lower yep. 48. We got a lantern. <laughs> you want to get a lantern, you got to come on up. Midnight's on Dave yeah. Gunning for that Red Lantern. No, not, not an actual lantern. What? I'm out. Refund my ticket, please, Rob. <laughs> You're not out, Dave. <laughs> You're more in contention for that than ever before. But, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you've ever thought about coming up to Alaska, Midnight Sun is a great time to do that. Uh, middle of the summer, beautiful Palmer, great views all around. 
Um, and going to be a great ITC tournament up here at MidnightSunGT.com for all of your information on that. Hey, Rob, thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Hey, you be, no, take care, Rob. No, thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm super really excited about the time about you on. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem I, at all. <laughs> we'll figure Danny, this out. Yeah, we'll. <laughs> Daniel, I'll also say I'm also very excited for the event. Not the event itself, but just to see you in it. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, he's playing with Hoosen's list. <laughs> <laughs> just got to get the hell drinks, man. Yeah. As long as he's not wearing pants, I'm cool with that. <laughs> just chaps, buddy. <laughs> Don't tease. All right, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you here soon. If you're in the Anchorage area and need your hobby fix, head on down to Tier 1 Cards and Games. Whether it's 40K, X-Wing, Attack Wing, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, War Machine, Age of Sigmar, Malifor, or even Magic, the Gathering kind, not the Siegfried and Royd kind, Tier 1 Cards and Games has the space, the players, and products for you to build your forces and destroy your foes. Not in Alaska? Enjoy our snow, suckers. We've got none. And while you're stuck inside, check out Tier 1's live Twitch stream at www.twitch.tv forward slash Tier 1 Cards. Streaming ITC format, 40K starting at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the last Saturday of every month. And we're back. Eventually. Hey, that was fun. Oof, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nobody knows how long it actually was, John. You have to tell him eventually. My God. <laughs> what a fun and not at all Reaper-based editing issue I just had. <sighs> so, Inari, talking about bringing things back from the dead unexpectedly. Mm. <laughs> what? They were never dead. <laughs> They're even stronger now before. I mean. So, and Inari what? have been released. Um as a white dwarf based index. Uh, so not as a separate codex, which kind of makes sense with the range of units that they can take. Can I just say for a second that I'm really enjoying these articles, uh, these little mini decks being put into white dwarf. You had the crimson fists and now you have Yunari and assassins and the, well, now nobody takes assassins. They're useless. <laughs> um, okay. Nobody sideboards four sure. of them at every major tournament. Um, yeah, that, that, just, that white dwarf is sold out still for the reason that assassins <laughs> are bad. <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's really cool that they're, do, that they're doing this. And, and in fact, this particular issue, uh, which was uh, May's issue, is packed full of stuff on you know how to paint it and like that. And then I, I guess there's a few articles on stuff nobody cares about. Like, I don't know, like uh, what are some of the other games that GW makes? Um, um, Age of... Sogmar? Sigar? Sigar. Age of Cigar. There's another one with glory points and holes. (laughs) Shards. Wow. I'm big fans of those. Um, Um, But literally, uh, like almost 30 pages of this white dwarf is Index Xenos, as it's called, and the Inari. And it's almost like it's a complete codex, honestly. Like I said, the, the way the Inari army is formed, where it's just kind of taking some units from craft world has taken some units from um drew carries has taken some units from the harley quins the yanari is right um <laughs> it doesn't make sense to release it as a full codex because the sheer amount of units you would put into it would make it thicker than codex base i mean seventh edition yeah. yanari codex would beg to differ but i think that if you limited them a little bit like not ma- not gave them access to every unit and then gave them their own units that would be cool or maybe if you made it so that uh certain powers only affected certain units and no longer affected Yunari because they have uh, reborn as Yurani as their keywords instead of um, you know craft world. Yeah, those are that's a rule now. 
Oh, is it? Oh, yep. wait, wait, huh. Danny, you didn't know it was a joke because I didn't go. Oh, so so now you know. That's your fault, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what, Danny? We're sitting in the same room talking to each other. The sarcasm didn't come through. I, no, I don't I'm going to have to up my sarcasm. I was even looking at your face, too. You're up you, to spite well, chasm right do that now. Because it's, I am the emperor, as it's been stated. I know. I try not to look directly blinding. into your face. <laughs> I appreciate that. Just <laughs> just during the money shot. So Yunari is uh, hey. good, right? They're their own thing now. Oh, yeah. Never so is. <laughs> Stinks. Um, All right. So, <laughs> yeah, Danny, go, take us take us away about Yunari. Um. All right, so where do we want to start? Do we want to well, talk about the story? Fluff? Tell do me we the want to story talk about, about yeah? Let's Inari, let's Danny. talk about the story of Anari. So there was this chick. <laughs> <laughs> so Yvrain, like I captured her origins, oh. are kind of mysterious <laughs> by uh, the Cormorites. Yeah, and so uh, she was fighting in an arena against. I think she was fighting against Leoth Hellsprack. She was, yes, yeah. The, and uh, so then she like manifested uh, Enid. After after uh, Eldrad had like started creating right, uh, and he had like so through the events of off what was that the Death Mask box right, Death which Mask. was uh, Harlequins and Eldrad versus um, Space Marines Death Watch. Um, they had kind of uh, Eldrad going for some MacGuffin to to save his race and yada yada yada. Um, about this same time. Uh, you have Yvrin fighting to the death against uh, Lilith and in, in like a death match in, in Komara. Um, and when the Death Watch fuck it up so Eldrad doesn't do his ceremony right. Or what he thinks he's doing, like not doing right. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I believe um, Yvrin dies or gets yep. killed uh, in, the, in the arena. And then she gets brought back to life with strength. Re- reborn, if you will. Reborn. Yeah. Stronger. Sorry, thank from you. Death. Yes. Mm. She she gained strength from it, um, <laughs> and it was at this time kind of the 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 cult of Yanari kind of really took off, right? Well, like everybody some, was super shocked when this happens, well, right? Let, let's think about it. I mean, the, we're drawing literally from the old uh, or the New Testament here uh, with this particular thing. Like, how much more powerful was Jesus when he walked out of the you know the cave three days later, and and how many more Christians were born uh, right then in that moment, reborn into Christianity? Uh, it, just the same thing. If you watch this chick die and be like, ding, so, so wait, first I'm back of all, up. as a cradle Catholic, I have no idea. So, it's going to take your word on that. I don't there. know what a cradle oh, Catholic is. Is that when a priest touches you in the cradle? Wow. No, no, that's when you were born like into the religion. And so, that's not like, that's like you saying you're Jewish just because your mom was Jewish. It's not the same thing at all. What? You know what? I'm, oh, it's a whole topic for me. We will, I don't want to get into it. I will. <laughs> I'll shut this podcast down. We'll go past it. Here, so let me you just don't shut his mic off. And we'll yeah. go past it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm still, no, no, no. I, I, like, I I'm mean, practicing. You understand what I'm like, saying, though. But like, think, at the same time, like, right. What I'm saying is, think about it. Though this was a big event where Jesus was reborn, supposedly, and then he brought chocolate bunnies and Easter eggs. Right. Right. Okay. That, that's same, that, That's in the New same, Testament. Right. So basically, the same thing. Rick she was. <laughs> that's a that's a movie, isn't it? Um, uh, and a play. No, just to, just to play. So she was reborn there, which caused people to suddenly start flocking to her, is, is what I'm saying. Well, Loosely what I'm saying is, well, and then you need is Jesus like, planted the idea to, in her mind, and in the, her mind about what she needs to do the Easter bunny. to like fully manifest, and that's collect all of the swords. Right. 
So she had to collect all of the, she had to go hunting for the Easter eggs. Right. Which are spread out, including the one that is in Durgle's garden. Yep. Which we know she got. Yep. Uh, thanks to uh, Path of the... Uh, which I honestly, sadly, is like a... I really like the Eldar, and I haven't read any of those books. They're pretty good. Yeah, I'll have well, to... I'll you know what? Up. We have an episode where, where we review it, where fortunately the person that didn't like them wasn't there. So it oh. was just uh, two of us that managed to read it. Oh, okay. Which was... I love Gab Thorpe, and I think, John, you said the same thing. It was a foot slog until it hit point X. And when it hit point X, it was like, yeah. all bets are off. This shit's flying along. So I was going with the gene stealers. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Up until about halfway it. through, it's really, uh, it was <laughs> ruined. It was, it was just a great <laughs> description of, of Eldar politics. Oh, okay. And, and the long way that it took. Well, it was going, they had to kind of build how Inari interact with existing Eldar. Sure. So there was, there was legwork that had to be done there. I, so I get it. I think if it was the Spinoza level excitement all the way up until the Gene Steelers reveal, you'd be like Gene Steelers. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. But uh, moving back to where we were before, um, when Yvrin is kind of resurrected, you're right. You need puts the ideas in their heads. Well, Hey, to resurrect me, you're going to need um, five swords. Yep, and you and need to also, blow up Beal Tan. <laughs> also, kill a whole bunch of your brothers. Oh yeah, that's yeah. also true. To make me stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, so I, I'm a little, anyways, I'm a little fine. suspicious when their god of death's plan to save them from Slanesh is to kill all of the Eldar and collect five demon swords. You weren't that suspicious. You still painted that bitch the moment she came out. Are we sure? Tutorial. Are, are we sure that it isn't just Slanesh in a dress or a pair no. of pants? I mean, it could be. Couldn't it be a Because, like, squirt? the whole, hey, just kill all the Eldar. It's fine. And then unleash all of the souls at once. Uh, please. Please. <laughs> so hungry. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, think about, like, how Slanesh was born, right? She was, Slanesh was born via, like, they. the Eldar dying, right? Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't, so, wasn't uh, they were not living it up. I was going to say, weren't they created during a mass, just absolute frenzy of debauchery? It was Slanesh. Yeah. It was centuries of debauchery. Yeah. And well, and then it all it reached uh, a, accumulated a frenzy. And like, right. And then, like up, watching and then Caligula 15 times in a row, but speeding up the movie every single time. Yeah. Like 99% of the Eldar race died at that instant. And that's what created Slanesh. Yeah. Right. So they went and, out in a big bang. Right. Sure. Yes. Dude. Um, but, oh, uh, come on. <laughs> no, the, the first one was better. Yeah. That, that you deserve a half, <laughs> half a rim shot for that. Your mom deserves the half a rim, rim shot, shot. Wouldn't have formed Slanesh. That's all, I'm all right. Saying. So, uh, <laughs> moving on. So it makes sense like that a God that is, is derived of Eldar souls would resemble Slanesh. Right. That's fair. Right. Yeah. So, like, because it's basically, it's it's kind of very, it's very similar, but it's it, just of death rather than of experience. Does it look like Slanesh with a mustache? And maybe, <laughs> maybe a pair of maybe, glasses. Maybe. <laughs> and the top oh, hat. And the top hat, yeah. There it is. <laughs> Sorry, I mean fedora. Hmm, I'm not Slanesh. So this is when we kind of, the, the, um... The Vizark kind of comes in here, saves your friend from Vizark. being trampled and, and kind of killed, and they escape Kamara with a bunch of incubi, and, and kind of this is the start of their forces. Um, they escape through the webway with some Harlequin help, and that's yep. when we kind of got to get our Harlequins Dude, in. The Harlequins are always helping out. They're amazing like Dude, that. They, they just do what they think is funny. They're like, jackass, 40,000. It doesn't make sense, but it's funny to them. Yeah, and right. God bless them. <laughs> 
we'll help you, but we got to we get to throw the shopping cart in your nuts first. <laughs> Hi, I'm a solitaire, and this is Webway Jump Portal. <laughs> Man, that's the best description of Harlequins I've ever heard, and now that will always stick with me forever. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, they kind of jump out at Beale Tan at this point here, and then they're like, hey, so we're here now. Um, we're a thing. We're going to need all of your uh, soul stones. Yeah, from your infinity matrix. From your infinity matrix. And Biltan is obviously like, uh, the fuck uh, no. Uh, fuck you, first of all. Second of all, fuck you again. <laughs> Third of all, no. Go away. <laughs> yeah. um, luckily, at that time, I think Biltan gets attacked by a Nurgle fleet. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, right? Is that luckily? Well, yeah, because they don't get fucked off. They kind of, they, it's again, showing this power of a knit kind of, and it really in the gathering storm book where this kind of first came out, Mm -hmm. it really shows the strength from death and how they got the following because they're seeing like them fight harder and harder and harder uh, as it goes along. Um, However, they do accidentally blow up Beale 10. I mean, it's fine. They got some duct tape and stuff, put it back together. Uh, Yeah, no, no. Beale 10 is now a... A, a fleet-based craft world. Yep. Good. Um, I don't believe they have an avatar anymore. I think their avatar got destroyed I, as part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't the avatar kind of I would of assume like a, they still have an avatar. They're like the avatar craft world, too. So yeah. They had like an avatar in every corner. You know, That's they right. were just everywhere. <laughs> it's like a seven, it was like a 7-Eleven. You could just find it by walking 20 feet. <laughs> awesome. And then that's when they kind of hook up with uh, uh, the Ultramarines. And over on Cadia... Uh, and kind of trying just goes to prove how dirty and non-loyal Ultramarines really are. Yeah, those paying attention. In fact, no, they go to McCrag, uh actually first, and then they. Even I thought that they worse. escaped through the webway, getting a bunch of key characters from Cadia to McCrag. That's right, they did. They grabbed some like those. Celestine and Grayfax and yes. Well, so the webway passed through Trajan's lair then. No, no, because what happens? Trazen, I'm sorry, Trajan's Grayfax got released. Uh, as part of the the uh, Trazon's Pokemoning of all of his stuff to try and save the the Acadian Pylons, and then afterwards the the Unari came and kind of took Grayfax away with Celestine and a few. Oh, others. you're you're talking about helping them escape? Okay, yep. I thought you said bringing nope. them to there. Nope. So then they go to McCrag, uh, which is under assault by the Black Legion. Yep. Um, like rah, and then everyone's trying to protect Gulliman and uh, Zeno's magic and Call Ingenuity creates uh, revives a Primark. Oh yeah, they also bring Call. Yeah. Oh yeah, Call. They picked him up along the way. He was on the way. He, he was, was just yeah. Well, no, he was at Cadia. He was dusting off his Primaris Marines. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> uh, they're they're really entrenched in this kind of new setup of 40k. Uh, they're kind of really really introduced in a way that kind of make them main players. I mean, that's just a really high level overview of kind of their story so far because there isn't a huge amount out there right now for them so based off of their fluff that we have covered just here now and that you i'm sure you all read previously you would think that they have to be clearly like the most badass mini codex ever like the most overpowered thing you've ever heard of right just based off of that i mean just listen to their exploits so far no that was their previous set of rules yeah so their previous set of rules were they were i mean they were good they were thematic too abusable. Um, I think... Not too abusable. They were way abusable. It was a holdover from a last edition where they thought that they could keep the same mechanic that they had previously in 7th edition. And where it they turned got out... extra activations and that was like, too much. Right. Like Flyrant in 15 power level level of OP. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, they, they were a little overpowered, uh, this edition. I think the index brings them in line thematically 
to, to where they should be and power level where they should be. Um, I think the only way to keep going with the old strength from death rule was an entire codex with different points for things like dark reapers, like Unari dark sure. reapers being yeah. more expensive. Right. Um, more shining spears, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. But then book keeping wise, that gets messy as shit. Yeah, yeah. For real. I mean, right now you only need one book just to even be able to play the game. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. That was a joke. Jesus. Dude, I can't tell. We can face you tonight. like a stone. <laughs> well, we, we get irritated family I'm Dave fossilized. Tonight. <laughs> I mean a kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fighting through that all day too, actually. Oh man, oh, I'm sorry. That's awful. Um No, it, it uh, oh I don't even remember what I was saying. Hit the thing stone. again. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um but the way it's being set up now is they can continue to kind of amalgamate their army throughout um, all the codexes, and they're set up still in a way where they should be a rare occurrence. Like uh, a Unari Force, even in 40k, even with their following, they're a splinter offshoot of a dying tiny race. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be like a huge crazy thing. Right. They're like the Mormons, if you will. You oh, know, no. Of, dude, I think of, he, the, of, I think of the Eldar. I would say right now that's the case. Right. So I think they're, they're gaining popularity. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the case not for in a their while too. playing the game, but like in the uh, stories, in the story, in the, in the story, story arc. Yeah. yeah, in the fluff and lore, they're slowly they're slowly picking up more more and more I'm, stuff. I'm really looking forward to them fleshing them out more with the full codex for them with the, some of the with some unique Yanari units. I think they need that. So. I mean, in two years when ninth happens, I mean, I think even no, in a year so. when they're out of codexes. I mean, if you look at it, I think, I think with, I think maybe even this year. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's possible. Nah, not gonna happen this year. I think they wouldn't have put it in the index if that was the case. Even if it's they next just, year, they would okay. just preview. It. I'm, I'm. Oh, you don't what's think up? those insider information? Apparently, <laughs> well, no. It's like even if you, no. even if you wait until next year, look at some of the codexes we've had come out, like Renegade Knights. Who the fuck thought we were going to get a whole book for Renegade Knights? It's awesome. Not a, it's not out yet. We don't know how big it's going to be. It could just be one night and like two and three stratagems. Oh, you mean what I spent $30 on for Imperial Knight Codex 1 with two models in it there? There's going to be at least five data sheets, I think. Two, yeah. Three. Yeah, there were three new new in that. But I, I fully agree with you. I think they're going to have more, their own set of rules. Anything could happen, but what needed to happen was some uh, housekeeping on their rules and their power level in the right. meantime. So even if they're doing that stuff right now, they couldn't be let to run amok as they were. Agreed. Yep. So the only thing I wish that this was, because it, you really can't do mono-faction them for the most part. It, it You can try, but they're missing a bunch of key pieces. They don't... They don't factor through for like, uh, craft world. Two thousand point list. It begs to differ. Well, yeah. so wait. So you mean mono faction by picking one aspect of Eldari, uh, like mo- one mono- of the three codex, or just like yeah, a mono pure faction Yanari in the sense army. that just pure Yanari army, like you every. Um, because every once you add the Yanari special character, it becomes a Yanari army, on uh, for each detachment. Right, except that you lose access to some of the other stuff that other, co- you know. So if you had a, here's a Unari detachment, and here is a Cabal of the Black Heart detachment, and here is a Uthway detachment, or um, I don't know, what's the what's the key regular craft rule detachment that gives you the, the best benefits? You you don't have the ability to have, um, you can't cast Doom and Guide from a Unari detachment. Sure. Good. And cast Jinx. I'm, I'm just, yeah. Right. What I'm saying is, is that they need to, they factor in better in a full soup as opposed to a mono. 
Okay. So um, do, are, do so does everything. Yeah. Not I, necessarily. I yeah. Yeah. No, that's false. I mean, everything benefits, but it's not one of those things where you could just be just that. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, so as an example, my Unari list has two Unari battalions. Right. That are, uh, that are, that are, that are, that are one is Drukari and one is Harlequins. But they're both Unari. So they're true Unari. So they lose no, you have no solitaires. Nope. You have uh, no um, oh, other stuff. Other but stuff that you can't it's, have. It's definitely possible. I guess the best way to kind of um, like maybe go along this and see some of this stuff. Danny, why don't you tell us your list to kind of see what a 2K Unari army is? Hold on. And then do you want to set, set up the, the plastic general music? Since we're playing, I do not have that set up right now. So we're 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 not going to so plastic general music right now. That it, we're going to actually play. This plastic is general? plastic general esque. Um, well, it's not. It's plastic general. Oh, okay. We're literally playing plastic general here. You challenged us with the right. Vizark model. Well, why don't you tell me what your list is? Well, I we foolishly didn't truly decide on a points total, so I have one thousand points. Okay. Well, I mean that still works, right? So, so like, I, what is a great thousand point Unari list? Oh, can in, I see one of your battalions then, Danny? Involving the... Sure. <laughs> involving... He, oh, asked sorry. What a, he asked what a... I'm sorry, hold on. Look at my face. John said, what is a great thousand point? And I said, hey, Danny, can I see your list then? Does that translate better now? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm fucking out of here. Fuck this. Dude, so, wow, I might be autistic. All right, oh, Jesus. So. <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So I have a thousand. Points, no, and no, it is not. not. It is not the best. Uh, it, I felt like it was a good starter. So, um, so yeah. So tell us about your list. So I've got the Vizark because we challenged with the Plastic General. We had mm-hmm. to use the Vizark. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, I have a, a battalion attachment in my thousand points. I have the Vizark and I have the Yukarn, and I have three squads of Dire Avengers with the Dire Avenger Exarch with the Shimmer Shield and Power Glaive. Okay. Uh, to round that out, and then I'm running. Uh, unit of five wraith blades, and then I have two warwalkers who we have already established suck. Okay, in previous games, they have their uses. Um, they have their uses, so they can be kind of cool for recon. Sometimes. One of the things that the Yukarn has is the ability to teleport to a unit that had just died. Sure. So what I have uh, in mind with this is that the Vizark, the Dire Avengers, and the wraith blades um, travel across. It, depending on what the matchup is, I'm going to put one of the uh, spend the CP to put one of the Dire Avengers into the webway. Okay. Uh, and pop out. Uh, the Warwalkers get to Webway for free. So I can well, get the... I mean, it's not the way, it's not Webway. It's like... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I get to infiltrate for free. I, I get to come onto the table. It's out, edge, like right? outflank. Outflank, yeah. yeah. So I get to come onto the table edge. So I can get on your side of the table. Uh, it's going to put a threat on the back door. They're just running the bare, mo- bare bones 60-point Warwalkers. Which is um, how they should be, right. I think. They should for this. Um, they're just a way to teleport the Incarn across the board. Okay. And get it over there. Um, and possibly bring in, you know, maybe I bring in a squad of Dire Avengers at the same time with it or something. Using uh, the Incarn's uh, ability that is... Um, summoned by death. Thank you. Summoned by death. So my my working with this is this is just this is just a small group. It's not, it's not particularly great tactically wise. It's missing a lot of... Uh, long-range shooting elements. You've got s- the ability to hold some. You mm-hmm. get the ability to move out and take some, depending on what you're doing. Um, I just kind of liked it. It seemed very fluffy and very thematically uh, Yanari. 
sure. using the Vizark. The Vizark, le- I could see the Vizark leading the Wraith Blades across the table and, and the Dyers. And I could see the Incarn just, boom, teleporting across when a Warwalker blows up, which it will in the first five seconds it hits the table because they're terrible. But also, barring that, you can have one on that side of the table to take, uh, if you bring them both in on two different spots, because I made them two separate units instead of um, together. Mm-hmm. Um, you just put two targets over that they've got to choose, and then you've got the ability to move them over there. And then you got this big, badass psychic and Karn on top of you, ready to throw down. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Um, the is going to die in their turn, so... The Incarn doesn't get to charge, but the next turn he does. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're bait. The Warwalkers are bait in my list. Yeah. Cool. Okay. 120 points of let me get this big badass across the table. Sure. And that's that's my 1,000 points. Uh, if I was going to round it out, I'd probably throw in a Crimson Hunter uh, or two or the Hemlock Wraith Fighter, <coughs> something, um, something a little different. Uh, I probably wouldn't do Dire, or not Dire's, but... Uh, um, Dark Reapers, just because I don't feel like they, they benefit anymore from strength and death, whereas I have developed kind of, aside from the Dire Avengers, a mostly close combat themed army, which does benefit 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 from strength from death, which is get to fight first, and even if you didn't charge, and plus one attack, if they're already under the effect of it, and they did charge, they get the Incarn gets extra bonuses to rip up people's faces. Sure. You know, I, I kind of liked it. Plus, there's a couple different stratagems that tie Riley will chai into that really well. For sure. Yeah. Um, So I did a 2K list for for my one um, because, again, we didn't agree and I forgot to ask or or say, hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we did not say that. This might shock some some people. We do not plan sometimes. Um, (laughs) This was meticulously (laughs) planned, actually, that I would screw up. But sort of what I did is I kind of looked. As John is fond of saying, next time will be better. (laughs) Can always improve. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna buy a new list, spend extra money for a new uh co- oh fuck me, I'm done. Never mind. This has been fun. Mute me. <laughs> <laughs> um so what I I whenever I'm starting to do an army, um I've started kind of looking at strats first, maybe some rules that I want to kind of maximize their use of, um, and things like that. And really when you're talking Yanari, you gotta talk strength from death as being their number one rule. It's the thing they have that no one else has. Um, now what it is, is if a unit dies, um, you get either a hit first in the fight phase mm-hmm. or you get plus one to hit in the fight phase. So Yunari is an assault army now. So I want to have that going off all the time. So I want to combine that with the stratagem which says, if you kill the enemy's warlord, um, you spent, I think, was it two command points, Danny? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that is what two, it is. Um, then you are permanently strength from death. Yep. Uh, so with that in mind... Um, I took a Yanari Battalion with the Viserk and an Autark. Um, I took three units of Rangers because I want to be peppering their Warlord with sniper shots the entire game because my first goal is to get that guy done um, okay. so, so that they can be out there. Um, I have three units of Wraith Blades uh, and three Wave Serpents, leaving enough room in the tank for the Autark, for the, the Vizark, because, again, the Vizark has a rule that he can ride in any transport. Um, to kind of top that off, I have a reborn Harlequin detachment uh, led by Yvrain, uh with three squads of four Skyweavers. Okay. So the idea behind this list here is uh, anything big. Hopefully we pepper down with mortal wounds from the Skyweavers. 
Um, if the Skyweavers start to fall, uh, Yuvren's going to be taking Word of the Phoenix, which is a psychic power for Yunari bikers or infantries. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool, actually. Yeah. You either lose D3, uh, you regain D3 wounds, or you regain a model back with one wound. Yeah, which is, that's awesome. Yeah, which is awesome. 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 On those Harlequin nice. bikers, that is amazing. Uh, so I want to be using that. I also want to be using um, things like uh, re-rolling to wound, uh, Unbind Souls, which is like a cheap close combat version <coughs> of... Um, <coughs> Cheap close combat version of Doom. Uh, so you're re-rolling wounds uh, against a specific unit that you're choosing. Mm-hmm. All the Unary Psychic Powers are dirt cheap. They're, yeah, they're the casting really, values are low. They're really affordable. Like that one... Well, they're the bargain basement versions of stuff. Well, that one to bring back an entire biker for me is is a five. Um, and with your brain, that's a four. With your brain, plus one. That's a four. So, I mean, that's, that's crazy. Your brain can fit in one of the wave serpents, jump out, heal someone. Um, and then the main strength of the list comes from just 15 wraith blades, backed up by the V-Sark and an Autark, so I can spread them wide and still have re-rolling ones to hit. Re-rolling wounds on any big value models. I have 15 snipers just focused on the warlord, trying to get me to be able to pop that strength from death as soon as possible. Um, because a unit of wraith blades charging in, yep. hitting on twos, re-rolling ones, is disgusting, and it will mince stuff up. So, so that's kind what of gives them the plus one to hit. Sorry, strength from death. If they charge, oh, if they charge, right? So, yeah. if they charge, yeah. they're hitting on twos, right? And even if they don't charge, they're hitting on threes. Um, it's just it's I I think that's super solid, and it's a very hit and run army. And the nice thing about it, I mean, you can do your tactical like usual Eldar thing of you. Buffer with wave serpents to eat up some Overwatch so that these guys go in because the problem with the the um, wraith blades is they are super expensive. Um, yeah, so they yeah, are. buffering with the uh, with the wave serpents so that the all of your wraith blades can make it in. And the benefit of taking an Altarc and a and the Vizark is you can spread out the rerolls to hit sure across multiple squads rather than trying to kind of keep everyone bubbled up in like a little six inch bubble. So that, that that's my two K list. Derek. Yeah, that's pre- that's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, the wave wave serpents are always good too. Like yeah, that's solid for sure. So, uh, based solely off of those two lists, Danny, and the fact that we normally put plastic general in such a way that uh, there is has to be a judge before you reveal the list that you have also created because well, you're better than this at this than we are. Uh, whose list do you like better? Would Dave's thousand point list beat my two thousand point <laughs> list? <laughs> um, I've seen you roll dice lately. The answer to that is actually. Maybe. <laughs> so, on your list, how big are your Dire Avenger squads? Are they just they're, five man? They're only fives. Oh, okay. Um, I think I like John's list better, like, with that in mind. I really like the Incarn. I think the Incarn needs to be in your list. Like, I think that that's a key component of the army. I actually like the Incarn significantly more than I like Yvrain. Um, Because I think Yvrain is bad now. Like, not not bad, but, like, I don't think she's super good. She's not as good as she was. No, well, because her psychic, her, the psychic lore changed so much. Yeah, um, that she's not the linchpin piece that she used to be. I think. So you like the fact that I included the incarn. So, so the cool thing about the incarn, right, is that if he's your warlord, or you spend a CP to give him a warlord trait, um, he because uh, you can spend. That's yeah, one of the cool things with this with this faction is you can spend one CP and have a an, second, un, 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 yeah. unlimited number of times. And give all of your characters warlord traits. Right? Neat. I think, isn't it only one? Maybe two? This one here. Uh, it's not unlimited. It's like though, one unary character from your army that is uh, not your warlord. Um, but it doesn't say you can't use that strategy multiple times. 
Spikes, it doesn't say that you can't. But it says select one from your army. You can only it's, use this stratagem once. Oh, it's just that? Okay, yeah. my bad. Yeah. All right, but, well, then you can take two mean, Warlord traits, right? Right. So, like, I would not make the Incarn my Warlord because I'd be afraid that he's going to die, like, too quickly. Like, Because he's going to be in risky positions because that's the whole point of him. His Warlord trait, though, is amazing. If he benefits from Strength from Death, he gets plus one Strength and yeah. plus one Attack. So he's seven attacks at strength seven, rerolling failed to wound rolls, um, which is beefy. Brutal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very brutal. That's, so that was why I, I tagged him as the warlord in this. And the D six damage is solid. Yeah. Andy gets uh, two psychic powers. Andy is a six up feeling the pain. Andy is a four up invul. So he's 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 pretty red. Andy can heal wounds, obviously. Yep. If a unit dies near him. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think I like John's list in this case better. Of course you do. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I'm taking this in a in a like in a vacuum too, right? Like I'm looking at this from like, okay, what about other thousand point lists compared to what about like tooth gate lists? So the incarn is going to be a beast at a thousand points, right? Like it's going to be yeah. hard to stop, but it's going to be very tactical to put him in the right place at the right time. Like that's going to be the hardest part of playing that list because if you can, if the, you can, the incarn can sometimes just win the game all by himself. Um, just because he can take out key models because he has fly. Um, so he can charge over units. Uh, now. Again. Yeah, again, right? <laughs> uh, or move over units and that kind of stuff. So he's, uh, oh my God, I can't say enough good things about him. Um, but yeah, overall, John's List, I think, has better synergy, though, with the with the uh, uh, Yanari, uh, uh, like the way that you knew Yanari plays. Because your list is not very close combat focused without, with the exception of the Wraith Blades and the Incarn and, and the Vizark, right? Right. And you're really character heavy there too, right? So it's like... Well, okay, I guess I'm at two because I do have the three Autar, uh, Exarchs. Sure. Yeah, the Dire Avenger Exarchs. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's and again, it's not bad. It's just, I just don't think it's as good as John's, that's all. I love you, Dave. <laughs> Um, and then my list, I, I would, mean, it's I would like be comparing uh, apples to oranges. However, because if we made John pick a thousand point list, would you know it'd be different? You it'd know be different. You're, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it would still be probably a very close combat. Um, I would probably be making. I mean, my two K list. I would be making um, the Vizark my warlord, um, and then doing uh, that stratagem for the extra warlord trait to give the Autark a favorite of Enid. Which is instead of a three inch consolidation or follow or uh, or yeah pile in or consolidation, he gets a six inch one. That one's good too. Um, so then that way, because again, I want to keep him back, so he's buffing things as much as possible. But if needs be, he can kind of scoot about and kind of go in wherever. I also really like Lord of Rebirth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when they lose, uh, they regain one lost wound at the start of each battle round, and yeah. also disgustingly resilient. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And remember, too, that these characters can come back to life with the stratagem as well. Yep. So that's why CP is going to be important for them. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I think Yunari are a great list. I mean, well, actually, Danny, what, what was your what would your 2K so what is, new what is Yunari your, be? Would have been if you were actually playing in the Plastic General, since we have to let the fans decide who was better. And it's clearly going to be me. Hashtag John's list sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I have a... Uh, a reborn Harlequin uh, battalion and a reborn uh, Drukari battalion as my two detachments in 2,000 points. All right, so you've got the cards and the prizes, okay? <laughs> got it. Uh, so I took uh, 
the Harlequin's attachment is a Shadow Seer, the Vizark, and a Troop Master. Now, the Shadow Seer is great because he gives a nice buff to the Harlequin troops that I'm going to be running. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has, uh, like, and he will also be able to cast some of the great uh, psychic powers that, that they have as well. Um, so he's a two power caster, which is awesome. Um, the troop master is great because he gives an awesome synergy of rerolling, uh, rerolling failed to wound rolls for all the troops within six inches of him because that won't change. Right. Um, and he can take a power sword, which means he's eligible to take the special Yanari sword, uh, the Ooh. relic. Ooh, relics. Yeah. The fancy relic uh, sword? The hungering blade, I think. The yeah. hungering blade is a strength plus three. So for Eldar, that's strength four. Uh, AP minus three, uh, damage two, uh, each wound roll of six or more for an attack made with this weapon inflicts one mortal wound in addition to damage. It's like a baby Azerman. I mean, it sounds okay. I guess. So he's got five strength, six attacks that reroll failed to wound rolls with two flat damage Fine. and sixes get uh, mortals. So he's a little combat. Beast. I hate this list already. Taylor's going to be running this list <laughs> on Saturday. No, he's not. Uh, his list is mu- his list is much better. Uh, all right, so uh, then I've got three five man troops um, with three fusion pistols and three harlequin caresses. Oh no, it's two caresses, one kiss. Um, These this is the harlequins. Okay, yeah. So uh, that gives me some anti tank uh, with the fusion pistols, mm-hmm. um, and they can fly around in three star weavers. Yeah. Now the star weavers are transport capacity six, so I can stick all of my harlequin characters plus the viziarch in those. Just like, I, I just like the picture of the Viziarch. I mean, if you were to actually do this, I would require you to model the Viziarch just hanging on. You, you know what? He would look <laughs> regal as fuck on the, on the back is, of that. Like, yeah. I, like, he would be hanging off the side kind of thing, just like, I got this, yo. And, like, chopping people's heads off with a sword as he, drove, as he the, drove by. Isn't that the model stance where one hand is out and he's, like, pointing? No, his, his arm up. is, like, down. I think his arm is like down. somebody told his arm it was bad at rolling dice and fat. And he just right. got a lot I upset. Think I think he's like his sword is off to the side and he's like looking forward. But his other hand is like open, but down. I thought his other hand was, I thought I don't it, think uh, he's a pointer. No, no, he's not. I'm going to Google while Danny tells yeah. us right, the rest of his it. list. Anyway, um, gross. So, so the cool thing about this, like just the, in the little integral combo here that you have, uh, is you have, uh, Troops that hit on twos, rerolling ones from the Vizark. Right. And then you have uh, uh, like three attacks apiece, rerolling failed wound rolls. Okay. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, the Drukari Battalion. Uh, I have an Archon and the Incarn as my HQs. Oh, dang. Nice. And the Archon is great in this too. Yeah. Like, he's a solid choice, and especially if he gets uh, reroll to wound rolls. Like, yeah. He yeah. can be a beast. Um, and then I have, uh, he's your warlord. The autark is, uh, I think I, I haven't honestly, I didn't decide who I wanted to make my warlord. I think I might make the troop master, my warlord or the Vizark. I forget what the Vizark's warlord trait is. Um, uh, it's the one with the mortal wounds and sixes, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, that might, that might be good. Anyway. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Each hit roll of six is two hits instead of one. Ooh, that's pretty fucking... Is it six plus or natural six? Uh, hit roll of a six. Each unmodified hit roll of okay. a six. Eh, it's all right. Still good. Yeah. I might put that on the Harlequin. Yeah. That might be a little bit more brutal. Extra hits or extra wounds. 
Just clay exploding clown confetti everywhere of hits and wounds. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I have Archon and Karn, and then I have, uh, since I can do this with Drakari and I don't care, I have oh. witches as troops instead of uh, Capolites because I don't have I don't care about keeping the like the consistency between that stuff. Oh sure. So I have two units of twenty witches, um, both with Shardnet and Impalers, uh, max number on those, um, and then one unit of five witches, and then I have a unit of eight Incubi with a Raider, in a Raider. Okay. Seems pretty solid. I so mean, it doesn't shoot. Don't you have to? Don't, um, wasn't Incubi the one that you had to pay, actually? I will uh, pay a CP on the Incubi. You have to use a CP to get them yeah. in the... Okay. Um, to give them uh, strength from death. But then they're hitting on twos, which is gross. Like, yeah, they'll be really disgusting. good. That's um, why it costs a strategy point. Right, right. Um, and the witches will be solid, I think. Like, honestly. Uh, witches are really good. If, I mean, they just YOLO up the table. Right, right, right. And, yeah, they'll, they'll, hit, they'll hit decently. Well, and they'll be a tie-up unit. So what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to keep one unit in reserve mm-hmm. and teleport them through the webway assault yep, or whatever the uh, the Yunari equivalent is. Yep. I forgot what it's, it's called. I, I think that's actually Webway ambush. Ambush, yeah. okay. There's like webway assault, webway something. Web, like all of them are different. Yeah? Yeah. They all have different names. Um, so you can do them if you have multiple detachments. You can do like all of your stuff in the webway. If you want. Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll yellow the other one. I'll yeet the other one right up the table and then... Uh, try and get that in combat as quickly as possible so um and then i'll try and bring the other one in and deep strike it in charge okay um but yeah so how does this list win okay so this list wins by tying up your important shooting units with the witches um because there's 20 of them and they can't fall back Uh, squad yeah there's 40 witches total okay um and they have a four plus symbol on close combat. And if the incarn is around, then there are six that feel my pain as well. Right. Okay. Nice. And then I can kill you with the Harlequins. The Harlequins do the, or the Montca, if you will. The heavy hitters. <laughs> They're the ones that's, that chop you up. Um, I think I might have problems with some, uh, also Incubi. Incubi are good at that as well. Mm-hmm. And so is the incarn. I think it might have problems with something like a knight. But I think that in general, Yanari probably might have problems with that. Like John's list is probably better at taking on something like that because the the sky, the Skyweavers, and that's a good choice. I don't know why I didn't think. Did you of say Skyweavers in your list? I did. The Jet Bikes. He has twelve of them. Oh yeah. Okay. Because so. for for me, I was like, I need to maximize the rules, which is a close combat, but you can't just focus on close combat. So I'm like, what's the best thing at taking down big vehicles that Eldar have? Skyweavers. Uh, clearly, it's a snow speeder and a harpoon gun. <laughs> it turns out also Skyweavers are really good at close combat, actually. Oh, yeah. But but also turns out that I don't really give a shit about your invulnerable save if I'm just doing mortal wounds to you. Mm. True, true story. I really want to see a Harlequin Skyweaver modeled with a harpoon gun on the back. Poon? <laughs> like the poon from the, the big knight, though, right? No, like the little poon fired by, uh, you know. Oh, everybody likes the little poon. Wedge. All right, no baby poon. No, no, not no, like that. What? No, dude. Why'd you have to go there? God, why'd like you a go harpoon. That I'm, you know what? All right, we're moving done. on. Yeah, that, so that's been the plastic general and mob rules. <laughs> <laughs> we'll oh. see you in uh, in ten to twenty five. Mm. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna Christ. confiscate all of John's new equipment to look for kids. <laughs> Heck, yes, they are. 
Hey, so we're going to be back in about two weeks. We're going to be talking about Dark Imperium Plague War, um, which is our next book coming up for our book review, uh, Mortarian versus Gulliman in the 41st Millennium. Kind of looking into some more of the Primaris lore and kind of stuff coming out of there. Danny and I both read that book. It's amazing, and it kind of really kind of humanizes uh, a lot of the yeah. the, the G.I. Joes that suddenly showed up out of nowhere. So I'm excited <laughs> for that. We're going to talk about that a lot more in two weeks. I'm excited for Toby Longworth to read it to me. So, Oh, I mean, who isn't? Who, who isn't there? Um, but yeah, so as always, for Mob Rules, I've been John. I've been Dave. I've been Danny. And we will see you next time.